January 30th, 2009. We're taking revenge of the ball, and we're making people get a high score, and then we're going to protect the winner of the big game here on Friday Night Gaming. Broadcasting live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia, All Games Radio presents Friday Night Gaming. And now your host, Bobby Blackwolf. Hello, everybody. It's us, and uh, you can't see us right now because that's it. There we go. Now it's us. How you doing, everybody? And uh, Bobby Blackwolf here on Friday Night Gaming. I'm here with Glenn. Hey, hey. And uh, we're here for uh, number four, week number four of Friday Night Gaming. This is exciting. How, it is. So uh, what have you been up to all week? Ah, loads of repairs. Mm-hmm. 360 PS3. Now, ha- have you gotten any more business from... From from what we're doing from this, loads and loads. We got uh, had a call come in today from Ohio, um, Florida. We're getting calls wow. from all over uh, actually the country yeah. of people wanting to get the mm-hmm. information and the right. address to mail some stuff in. Now I understand that you've been getting some calls from people thinking they're calling into a radio show. Is that kind of how they, they do? I got a call a couple days ago thinking huh. they were actually calling the, <laughs> I, I guess the radio station or number, right, to get some information. Well, uh, so uh, last week we did a little big planet level, and actually I'm going to need – there's a piece of paper over on that table that uh, I left over there. And if I can get the box for the game down there too as well. We got here early, and I got set up early, and then uh, I forgot half the stuff that I need to have on the table. So we have the winner of our little big planet level creation challenge. Actually, I have all of the people that entered into said little big planet uh, challenge here. Um, congratulations to Maximilian, who uh, Maximilian. got 125,886 points on our Little Big Planet level. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, second place in our contest was DC Nate with 55,247 points. Third place was Green Sky, who is Sky, who's the host of Orange Lounge Radio. Uh, he got 38,839 points. And then Shibby227. Got 29,663. Those are all four people that entered the contest. Now, scores two, three, and six on the leaderboard were also from our community, but they didn't enter. They, did, they didn't even bother to enter. They didn't send the friends request or anything like that to, uh, to us. So, uh, but they wouldn't have won anyway because Maximilian just ran away with it. So, um, you know, Alpha Box had 95,393. He didn't enter, so... You know, if he was in the in the lead, he would not have won. Sully907 got 65,163. He also did not enter, although he's in the chat room. Uh, and then uh, Imus got 48,434, but he didn't enter. Uh, we're trying to work with Sony uh, to get some some stuff. Uh, we're probably looking at vouchers uh, for in-game Little Big Planet contest uh, content, but uh, marketing over at Sony works kind of slowly and stuff. So trying to get you know a rush thing like that. Um, is is kind of hard, and we're trying to get that for our creators too, as well. The two creators that were here last week. So, um, and uh, Big Beaky in our chat room said he got fifteenth place, and I, I only could see the top ten. And uh, out of the top ten, the top eight were all from our community, including me. I had sixty one thousand nine hundred something, and I couldn't beat that score. Like that was the first time I went through the level, and then I could never get up there again. It's like it was a landslide win too. Yeah. One so uh, twenty five thousand. And Maximilian. He's in our chat room, and he plays Burnout Paradise. Right. And I am so glad that there is no achievement in Burnout Paradise that says you must be the top on your all your friends list. Because he played it over and over again and, just, and, and basically just 
kept going, and he has all the road rules, and you can't touch them in Burnout Paradise. So he's one of those type of people that will play something over and over and over again. Much like Revenge of the Ball. Now, Revenge of the Ball, this is a game uh, that we're going to be doing a score challenge, and uh, I'm going to try to get Derek on the phone here. Derek Hopkins, uh, Derek H., is the host of Dead Pixel Live here on All Games Radio. And he created this game, game. and uh, he is on the phone right now. Derek, can you hear us? Hello? Hello, Hello? Derek, can you hear us? Hello? Hello? Hey, hey. Hey, Derek, the the greatest programmer in the world. How you doing, Derek? I'm not the greatest programmer in the world. The greatest programmer in the world will be Dave Perry. The great Dave Perry. Dave Perry. I agree, well, David Perry oh, is the world's greatest program. And uh, you can't see him on the screen because we don't have the. We need to get the camera moved over. Uh, but the person who did the art, the greatest artist in the world, is here. Tedekin from the present. What is this? Oh, there we go. It's a crazy. Like, there you go. Excellent. Thank so, you. Ted- so uh, Derek and Ted here are here on the phone. They worked on the game Revenge of the Ball. Uh, Derek, in your own words, tell us what Revenge of the Ball is. Uh, let's see. Basically, is uh, well, the short description is Pong with guns. That's the, <laughs> that's the short description. The long description is that after years of being uh, beat up on in video games, like the balls have always been the patsy in the video games, always the one being eaten or chomped or... Or, or shot at. Finally, they got sick of it and they turned around and said, uh, "Screw this!" And they start fighting back for once. And in the game, the balls have all the power. They have uh, all the weaponry, and the player has exactly zero weapons mm-hmm. and zero power ups. And that's the game. It's you versus these balls, and basically, they're trying to kick your ass, which they do. Now, is there an ending to this game? Actually, there at, at level thirty-two, there is a spec which nobody will ever see. Right? I'm not even, <laughs> nobody's ever seen level thirty-two. Level thirty-two has a special, uh, special screen, a special picture, mm-hmm. special background, and then it starts all over again, just like all great arcade games do. It keeps on going forever. But there is like, if you hit thirty-two, you'll see something. Hey, look, that's something special. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then it'll start over. I can say I've never even seen a level seven. I think I have seen level seven once for about two seconds. So I made the game. I've been seeing past level fourteen. So what's what's the highest score you've seen in the game? Uh, that will be my score, mm-hmm. which is uh, five hundred. I think it's five hundred and ninety-four thousand eight hundred points. Okay, and uh, Ted, what's your high score? Like sixty-five thousand, something like that. I actually I sent Derek a picture on his phone to show him. That's all I can get. So uh, we're going to show people the game right now. I'm going to go switch over to our Xbox 360. And then what we're going to be doing here is that we're actually going to be doing a score challenge here at the Computer Arena where people will be able to play Revenge of the Ball for the next two hours. And we're actually going to give away some free time on the computers here at Computer Arena to whoever can get the the best score. So I'm going to go ahead and start it up here. Uh, This game is uh, 200 points. Yes, it is uh, 200 uh, space bucks, as we call it. (laughs) (laughs) Dead Pixel Live. It's not real money, so you don't have to worry about spending real money. Just spend 200 of, of the space bucks that uh, Microsoft gives you for joining Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. And bam, you'll have the game. That's right, and it's from Dead Pixel Arcade. Uh, and uh, we've got it here now. Now, the, the how-to-play screen, it doesn't really tell much, does it? 
Yeah, it tells you everything you need. Have you ever gone to an uh, old arcade and looked at the instructions on how to play one of those, like, Pac-Man or something? Uh, well, I mean, if if Pong had, had at least told you what to do. Yeah, this tells you what to do, too. Move. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, inner logic doesn't understand these instructions. Yeah, and he's I mean, not here tonight, so... Well, I'd like to say that, the, of course, the artwork that you guys saw when it first popped up, well, not the Dead Pixel Arcade, that was on me, but this the one. title screen, yeah, the title screen, that's uh, Tedekin sitting right there. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's, Tedekin did this, and in true Atari fashion, the t- the artwork and the title screen look a lot better than the rest of the game, right? Yeah, that that the art you see on the title screen, you will never see that again inside the game. Oh, it's I was like going to the backgrounds for you guys, for you too, I just was, wasn't in town, so next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where were you? Uh, instead of doing the backgrounds, you were busy doing what? I was walking up and down Wilshire Boulevard doing nothing. Holding hands with a certain... I'm not going to say anything. Right. Hey, and we finally right. got the global leaderboard to work now. Hey, look, hey, look at that, look at my high score. Look at look at that high score. And, you, and see, I guess it deleted my high scores. Get knocked off well, the chart. It, t- it takes the top 50 scores from people. Well, it's kind of weird. Uh, it also deleted my scores off the local scores. So I guess it reset our scores or something. Your games, your score was just really, really bad. Yeah, it was only 113,000. <laughs> Even the game was embarrassed about it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be handing the... Uh, basically, guys, all you're going to have to do is uh, it's the left stick. Uh, moves your ball up and down. Moves your paddle, paddle. up and down. And uh, you try not to die. So I'm going to go ahead and give this, uh, give the controller over to our people. That is some amazing uh, artwork, though. I'm amazed by that artwork. And the person already dropped my controller. It's already broken. Game over. Now, what did they win, uh, Bobby, for uh, playing the game? Uh, the whoever gets the highest score at the end of the game here, or at the end of, at about 10 p.m., they are going to be getting probably I don't know how many free hours, but they're going to be given uh, uh, some free hours for time here at the computer arena. If they beat my high score, I will buy them a car. <laughs> All right, <laughs> with your David Perry millions. Yeah, and I'm watching this guy play, and uh, he's already missed one ball, and this is literally the easiest level. Uh, so he's missed I'm two not- more. Oh, oh three. Yeah, okay. So you can change the sensitivity Four. of the paddle. You can. There's actually a pro tip which I gave out on Dead Pixel Live, which is a show that I host, Dead Pixel Live, <laughs> Monday through Thursdays, eight six thirty p.m. You can ESP. hear me on that show too. Sometimes, by the way, yeah. On allgames.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you can use both sticks, uh, both sticks are enabled. So, but if you use both of them, the paddle will move at twice the speed, which is a nice little uh, little trick in case you're you get. Uh, in wow, a bad way. Try that. Why is that not in the uh, the instructions? Because I never knew that. Uh, the same way, it's not in instructions that in Defender, if you hold seven people and go into the Stargate, you get extra points. They didn't say that in the, in the instructions. It's called an Easter egg. <laughs> it is, mm-hmm. It's called a pro tip. Oh, this game was great. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, this is like it's the first great game. Actually seen it. This, whoever wrote this game is actually pretty good. And this game is available now on Xbox Live? Yes. All you need to do is to go to Xbox Live or Xbox Live Game Marketplace, go to Community Games, and bam, it'll be right there. Revenge of the Ball. Look for it. Look for the evil-looking ball with a skull and laser eyes. That's when you know you've been, you're in the right place. Nice. Now, Bobby, you uh, worked with X. This was written um, with, the, with the XNA platform. The Game Studio Express that they can get for free. 
Right. And anybody can get this. Except you, you have to like pay ninety nine bucks to become a super community member to mm-hmm. actually publish your stuff. But you've worked with X and A, Bobby. How do you? Right. How do you feel about it? About X and A or about your game? No, about X. Well, of course you love my game. We don't X's. even have to go down that road. <laughs> about, X, about X and A, because like Sony doesn't have anything like this, and as far as I know, Nintendo doesn't have anything. Uh, like XNA. No, I, I love XNA. And I mean, I, I think oh, now we're getting some, uh, now he's getting shot at. Um, I, I actually like the, uh, I like the XNA initiative and stuff. And, and, you know, there are some gems like Revenge of the Ball. I do actually think Revenge of the Ball is one of the better community games out there. And, um, you know, it's great that it's, you know, like, you know, Revenge of the Ball, you got it put up there and you actually got a good review on IGN. I didn't know IGN did a review. They did. What'd they give it? Hot Pies. They don't do a number. No, uh, they do either it's good or it's bad. What if what if uh, Revenge of the Ball get like a higher score than like Kill Zone Two or something? How awesome would that be? That would be awesome. <laughs> well, it's, the funny thing is on the community games, uh, Major Major Nelson actually does put out a list every week of the top community games, and uh, and somebody in the, in the in the community actually took that list and was able to like paste the 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 number of people down that downloaded a community game versus regular uh, Xbox Live Arcade games. And a lot of community games sell better than Xbox Live Arcade games. Yeah. I can see that. Now, uh, what were some of the pitfalls that you had to run, uh, that you dealt with uh, trying to create this game? Uh, First of all, as you can probably tell, I'm not an artist, and so Mm -hmm. the art consists of a ball and a paddle. And so I had to work within my limits there and Mm -hmm. then you have to figure out how to build a game around that right which was able to do and then once you actually have the game there you have to see if the game is fun because this is like the i guess probably the 10th iteration of the gameplay Mm -hmm. and before it was just insanely easy i mean first it was insanely easy then it was insanely hard and then i realized uh Probably the game would probably be more fun if you were able to miss a couple of balls because at first, if you missed one ball, your game was over. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have been that fun. No. And no. Then, and then the for, I'm not even talking not even talking about the programming part where you, where you had to learn how to do certain things like uh, get the Xbox to play sound. That yeah. was difficult. Really, uh, you, you th- thought the, the the sound routines in XNA were difficult because I thought they were pretty easy. No, but they make it they make it seem easy because uh, okay. the sound routine and in, in XNA programming it, it runs under a, the C sharp programming language mm-hmm. is literally I think it's sound dot play and that plays the sound. Mm-hmm. Which when you're a programmer like, wow, that's great. This it really can't be this easy. Mm-hmm. And then once you once I found out it's not it's not that easy because if you just do sound dot play over and over again, mm-hmm. after about three hundred times the game crashes. Right. It doesn't say anything like that in the documentation. It doesn't say, hey, only use this 300 times, otherwise your game's going to stop playing. So you have to do workarounds for stuff like that. Well, memory management to stop memory leaks, right? No, they said that's another thing. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Bobby's trying to, trying to trip me up. I am. Uh, C Sharp is a managed programming language. And in theory, I say <laughs> theory with the quote mark, with the quotation, yes. you don't have to worry about uh, goofy. Uh, programmer stuff like memory management and memory leaks. It does all that for you. It's, it's supposedly impossible to have memory leaks uh, using uh, the C sharp oh. programming language. We got it. We got a twenty five thousand three hundred and fifty. That's was an embarrassing score. Was, was, was that a three year old girl that was playing? Is that what? 
<laughs> Let's see. Well, I'll let you see who it was that was playing it. So being that we don't have an instruction manual for this game, so you have you have life at the top of the screen, and this is judged on by you keep this or you lose it by how many times you get hit. You lose life by uh, the ball getting past you and bouncing off the back of the screen. All the balls want to do is bounce off the back of the screen. Right. And when the ball bounces off the back of the screen, it takes a couple of points of life away from you, depending on the type of ball. Uh, different color balls take different uh, number of points away from from you when they hit the back of the screen. Also, if a ball gets upset at you, like after you hit a ball a few times, it'll get it'll say, what the fuck are you doing? Stop hitting me. And it'll start shooting at you. The shots, depending on the shot, will take either, I think it's like five, one, one point, five point, ten points, or twenty points from getting from getting hit when you get hit. So, so it takes it from your score, or is it taking it from your life bar? Both. Both. Yeah, your score goes down and your life goes down. There's no, there's no pussyfooting around here, guys. If I, I don't see any reason why you should keep a score if you, if you fail at something, so mm-hmm. I, t- I do take points away. We're watching Ted Tedekin here play this, the game that he did the art for, so he should be amazing at the game. He should be number two. Derek, obviously, number one. Ted should be the second best player in the world because he made the art for the game. I don't think Tedekin actually saw the game before he did the art for it either, though. I think I just gave him a, a quick description and said, yeah, a bunch of balls shoot at you, and he came up with the artwork, which shows you how good of an artist he is. And you do get your health back, though. Um, yeah. At the end of each level, depending on how well you did on, on that level, you do get a certain number of health points back. So it is possible to, um, to almost be dead at the end of one level and then kick ass the next level, and you're basically back to where you started from. Do so you keep getting more balls as far as the difficulty level, or do they speed up, or do they do both? Uh, they don't really speed up. Uh, mostly it's... Uh, Consistent. The difficulty comes from the number of balls on the screen and the type of balls. Like right now, these I will I would I would cons- I would classify these as the retard balls because they really don't do a whole lot. The shots go straight and they just bounce back and forth. Uh, the the mean balls, the evil balls that come out are like the orange balls, the purple balls, the green balls that they just want to kill you as soon as as soon as you hit them a couple times. They they don't shoot slow. They don't shoot straight. They'll they'll aim at you. Mm-hmm. They'll uh, shoot lasers at you. It's, they're just mean balls. They're just mean. <laughs> now, I, now I've been playing this, and I've, I've been meaning to ask this question. How does it determine when the ball goes off of the right side of the screen? Is it how many times you've hit it or how many times it, how long it's been on the screen? How many times you've hit it. If you don't hit the ball, and the ball will sit there and bounce off the back of the screen. That's all I want to do. It'll bounce off the back of the screen all day long until your life goes out. Yeah, if you ever hit a ball, each ball a certain number of times before it uh, before it gets sick and goes and goes off the other and side. And what is that certain number of times? It depends on the ball. Some balls six times, some balls eight times. Okay. Are you trying to you know to see for for all these answers? You could buy my primer guide that I'm going to be releasing <laughs> in the next couple of months. You have a strategy guide coming out for this game. If I could sell a strategy guide for this, I would definitely. Do that. It'll so, be three pages long. Walk through. So speaking of. Uh, you know the the money you actually had to kind of fight with your game to get it under, get to, to two hundred points. Is that kind of what I was hearing? Yeah, the XNA. I'm, I'm trying to say the XNA initiative for some reason, like like yeah. I'm part of the Shield initiative <laughs> for XNA. Like I'm Iron. I'm, I'm Tony Stark over here programming uh, for for XNA games for Xbox Live community games. There's three different price points we could have it at: two hundred points, four hundred points, and eight hundred points. And as big an ego I have, I know that this is not an 800-point game. That's just wrong. 
Um, but I think it's like a 200 point game, which, right. but a 200 right. point game has to uh, be a certain size because Microsoft doesn't want people putting up a uh, three gig, uh, three gig games on their servers and then giving away for 200 points. Mm-hmm. For a game to be 200 points, it has to be under 50 megabytes right. in size. Right. Which sometimes, like you would think, wouldn't be that hard. But uh, once you start talking about high def stuff, and believe it or not, Revenge of the Ball isn't high def. Most uh, yeah, it's seven twenty. It's seven twenty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and high def yeah. automatically means each screen is about a is about a meg or so mm-hmm. in size, no matter what you do. Yeah. And so yeah. to get it under fifty megs, I had to do a little uh, scrimping and scraping, and and some levels aren't as detailed as they could be in the backgrounds. But you guys will never see that. I'm, I took the I took the the what do you call it? The detail off like level twenty four. Level twenty four looks like complete shit. I mean crap. Hey, you can say that here, but you guys will never see it because it's level twenty four. You've never even seen it, right? I've never. I've seen what the background looks like because I put it in, but right. It's like wow, this thing looks pixelated and blurry. But doesn't matter. You guys will never see it. Yeah. I think we have a question here up at the front. Is that? Say your name where you're from. Um, my name's Tay, and I'm from here, right here in Roswell. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question about the uh, hits. I remember you were saying certain balls, you know, take six hits before they disappear, and some balls take eight. Does Is it like a, a counter in there that counts it, or is, does it have to be like six consistent hits, or how does that work? No. Each ball uh, knows how many times it's been hit, so it doesn't uh – you don't have to do it in a row. If you do it in a row, though, your multiplier will go up. If there's a multiplier at the top, and you'll get more points. But uh, if you just hit a ball one time, miss it, and hit it again, miss it, hit it again, miss it, it doesn't care. As long as the total number of hits come out to six or eight or whatever that ball's uh, limit is, you'll, uh, you'll knock it off the screen. All righty. And what did you think of the game? You were the first person to play. What did you think of the game on your first playthrough? When I first started playing it, I, I actually started enjoying myself because uh, the first level, you know, is always kind of easy. So it's like, okay, you get into, deeper into the game, it takes more concentration, so it becomes funner. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend this to my friends as Excellent. something, you know, to use their time wisely on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's only 200 points, and you can actually keep trying to get the higher score all night. You don't have to, you're not limited to just one playthrough. So I want everybody here in the arena to try it at least once. So, um,. Derek, how do you get the money that people like you? How much of the money do you get for people that buy this? See, this is a, this is a, a sore point for me because Microsoft is one of the biggest com- companies in the world. Uh, they have more money than anybody else. I think they have more money than uh, than, than the Pope, probably. And their their job is basically programming stuff. They said that they won't be able to have the the methods ready to pay everybody out for another uh, couple of months. So I won't know until March. Not only if I get paid, but how many people have downloaded my game. Microsoft won't uh, tell me how many how many people have downloaded the game until probably the end of March or so. And then they will give me somewhere between, I think it's 70 and 80% of the of the asking price. Mm-hmm. So that's a good rate. Yeah. It's just they've got to give that. Yeah. Has, has anybody gotten paid yet? Because I mean, the community games have been around for a couple months. Yeah, nobody, nobody's gotten uh, paid yet. Nobody's, nobody's oh. seen any stats. That's two hundred seventeen thousand six hundred and fifty for Tedekin. Nice, the artist. Yeah, the community games uh, that got released with the new Xbox Live Experience dashboard, correct? Right, the new Xbox Experience. Yeah. So we're looking since November that it's been out. So it, some of the paychecks should start coming out soon. There's some. There's a. There's a couple of games out there that have been out since the beginning, and they have their own like little ways of counting of counting how many people have played. 
and there are some games that are up, that are up in the thousands of uh, of downloads of, of sales. Yeah. So Microsoft could be. So there are some people that could be making a decent amount of change. I don't think I'm going to be one of them because one, my games cost two dollars and fifty cents, <laughs> and uh, it's not really. Uh, I, don't know, I think it's. I think it's a, maybe it's higher tier game. I think so. Does Does Microsoft have any type of exclusivity rights? for you as a creator that you can't put it on any other platform? I think so, but I didn't... I, there's, a, there's a bunch of legal stuff that I... To, to be did you honest, just sign away? I, I did not even pay any attention when I was... when I, I was clicked yes, 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 and if I had the... If, if they take me to court over it, I'll be like, I have no idea what I signed, so I'm pretty sure it's not binding. I'm not sure if this is a... if it's... if it's exclusive to Microsoft, but it doesn't really matter because the only other... There's only two other places where you could put it out conceivably right now and make money. One is the iPhone, right? Which actually, actually think that's not a bad idea. That'd be a great other, tilt game for the iPhone. The other one is just to put it straight on the PC, which which you can probably do. do. It. Like, does this yeah. compile on the PC? Yeah, compiles okay. perfectly. In fact, all XNA games, uh, mm-hmm. when you build them, they compile for three different. You can you can compile the exact same game for three different uh, platforms: the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. The PC and of course the Zoom, right. which everybody has. Yes, I have not so, tried compiling anything for the Zoom. I've done I've done PC and Xbox 360 myself, but uh, I never did try the Zoom because I don't have one. Is this something we we can play on the Zoom? Is that what you're saying, or, or is it only for the for the 360 right now? You can you can. Uh, this is only for the 360, but all XNA games have the capability the capability of being played on the Zoom. So, have you had you ever done any game development before working with XNA? I always wanted to be a game developer. I always thought I had it in me. Mm-hmm. I, I played a game and I was like, "This game sucks. I could be way better." I have ideas in my head for dozens of games. I, I have a bunch of game programming books, and I, I would get halfway through and I would get bored. It sounds like because me. right, mostly because the DirectX was right. one of the worst APIs yes. ever created in the history of man. If yes. you guys, all you people that love DirectX. Ask a programmer about direct. It is just is disgusting. Direct it is, and that would um, that would basically turn me off of game programming. Um, yeah. So this is actually the first complete game that I've made. Yeah, and and, and it, uh, what basically you know in comparing XNA with DirectX, it took me two days to learn from scratch in DirectX something I did in two hours learning from scratch in XNA. I mean, it just. Prototyping in XNA and getting started in XNA is light years easier than it was in DirectX. I never got a 3D model ever to appear in DirectX. It took me a couple hours, and I actually got a little ship flying around in a 3D space, a little 3D spaceship flying around. So, is this uh, guy's uh, aiming for the shots? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Today's gamers, there's something there's something in, wrong with their heads. I want to say right now that the uh, the free hours of arena playtime is as good as mine. <laughs> 18,550 for that one. I quintuple times 50 that guy's score. That's three minutes for you out in the land center. Shit. Well, he has three minutes for 18,000. He should get net. He should, he should have to, to clean up or something for that score. You should give him a mop. Go sweep up the back for that score. So uh, now Tay's up for his second playthrough now that he's kind of watched other people play. And Tay scored what on the first round? He scored 25,350 in the first round. So, or in his first playthrough. Right now, Ted is still at top with 217,000. It's not really which, fair because I played the game a crap load. 
Yeah, so he even doubled my score. My my high score was 113,000, and Ted just doubled that one on me. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> Hate you. <laughs> oh, also about XNA, uh, mm-hmm. there's a there's there's like a couple of schools of thought about the Xbox community games. Some people uh, believe that it's just for games, like if you, it's just for like people who want to make games. But I'm starting to. I was one of those people for a long time, but I'm starting to to come around to the the whole. If you can get it to run on the Xbox, you should be able to put it on Xbox community games. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate stuff like the Fireplace app and mm-hmm. the Ocean Scenes app, which which are just screensavers, and now there's a Rumble app where it, all it does is make is make your uh, controller rumble. Mm-hmm. I can, even though I hate that sort of thing, I can see. I, I believe there's a space for it, and if it gets more people programming. Then it can't be can't be bad. We're talking to Derek H, who is the programmer and creator and designer of Revenge of the Ball on Xbox 360. It is available right now on the Xbox Live Marketplace for 200 points. You have no reason not to get it. It really is one of the better uh, community games out there, and it's cheap. Very cheap. And I'm also the host of Dead Pixel Live, which airs uh, Monday through Thursday on yes. AllGames.com at 6:30 p.m. EST. That's right. Is that what's shown on uh, level 32? Is that is that the image that pops up? Maybe. <laughs> you will never know. Never know. It's actually Derek, like in, in his underwear, holding the sign up. I'm on Dead, Dead Pixel Live. Yeah. <laughs> that picture is actually on YouTube. There is a picture <laughs> that is very close to that on YouTube right now. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to search for that. So, uh, what are you going to be continuing? I mean, do you, did you find this rewarding enough? Are you going to make another game? Oh, hell's yes! I already have my second. I've already started my second game, and it, the second, the title of the second game, uh, "You Will Die," is will currently die. a secret. I have not told anybody what uh-huh. the title is going to be. Uh-huh. Um, but but once "You Will Die" is uh, completed, I'm, I was I was aiming at a March release date, but that's not going to happen now. Um, I'm, and I'm, but I'm not going to say. It'll be done when it's done because even though Carmack loves that, I think that's a cop out. Yeah, I'm yeah. aiming for early summer release uh, for You Will Die. Now, and it's gonna now, yes. Is this one gonna uh, be a little bit easier to make since you've kind of already done a lot of the grunt work? Are you gonna be able to reuse a lot of the underlying functions you made for Revenge of the Ball in it? No. Now you're gonna I, build from the ground up. I wish that um, the the problem not the problem but the great thing about programming. Mm-hmm. Is that once you've done something, you've done that, and you think, "Wow, if I can do this, I can do something way better." Mm-hmm. And so, all the stuff that I've done in Revenge of the Ball is great. I like it. I think I, I think the next game I'm going to be like, "Well, if I can do if I could do this, then I should be able to do like something ten times as difficult," which is what I'm trying to do. How long was this game in development? How long did it take you to put this together? So you, you said you have your second one coming out in possibly March. Summer. Yeah. Okay. This one, I started at the end of November, basically out of spite, because my brother made a game called uh, Grass Spacer, which is on, which is um, which is on Xbox Live Arcade right now, or Xbox Live Community game right now also. Um, but he made that game, and I was uh, that, and of course the brotherly rivalry. I was like, well, I can make a game too, and so I started in November, and it took me a, it took, I, I thought I was done on January third. And then I realized I wasn't really done until January 26th. So what happened between January 3rd and January 26th? Bugs. 
bugs, bugs, bugs. And here's the funny thing is that I'm, I was in chat, and he was denying the existence of the bugs for about a week. Of the bugs? Yeah. <laughs> Until I think mine crashed. And he's like, oh. Is that what happened to your score? No, 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 no. I got a higher. I actually got a higher score, and I don't know. Did you make the game easier between the game that I previewed? Because I'm, I'm a creator club member, so I was actually part of the peer review process. Did you make a change, make it easier? Because I got higher scores when I bought the game than when I tested it. Yes, I made it, first. I made the game harder, then I made it a lot easier, mm-hmm. and then at one point, the highest score basically possible would have been like maybe seventy five thousand points. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, uh, kids today love the love the combos. Yes. And so I added the combo meter and the multipliers and everything. And then I dropped down the difficulty a little bit so that it was possible to get past level six. Yeah. And so that's what I did to make it. So it's Because I was like, if people can't get past level five, they're going to just walk away from the game. It's not like today isn't like the old arcade days where, where Defender, there are a lot of people that never saw level two of Defender. But Defender is still considered a great game. If that happened today, uh, people will be saying Eugene Jarvis is an asshole and he should never make another game. I did not want to be. I did not want that to happen for my game. So I made it so it at least possible to play it for a while. So, it, but it is skill based. It's not like you're just gonna you're gonna sit in front of the game, and keep it, and continue and get past the game. You have to actually be good to get past a certain level. Sixty six thousand two hundred twenty five was his second attempt. That's not good. That's not. <laughs> he, he says he's getting better. Do you agree? No. 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 You, okay. He's not. Once you once you get once you get to level eight, once you can get to level eight consistency consistency consistently consistently consistency then 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 you will be what i what i regard as good mm-hmm. right now you're mostly harmless that's an old elite reference yes he says he can get to 5 so he thinks he's getting there to being harmless i don't know worthy is what he said i don't know so uh now we have another person playing um crap now i forgot what i was going to ask did you have anything else Oh, is that it? You're going to kick me off? No, 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 no. We're just we're, we're, I'm, I'm looking at Glenn, asking right, if he right. had anything else. I was gonna um, I was gonna say one thing um, for maybe if there is a Revenge of the Ball two. I actually have plans for Revenge of the Ball two after uh, for three. Now I, I kind of feel like uh, like Spielberg, like like not Spielberg, but Lucas, mm-hmm. because the way he because a few months ago, not a few months ago, a few years ago, I remember him saying that. After he had after Clone Wars, he's like, "Well, I'm going to do Sith, and then I'm going to do this movie, and then I'm going to do this movie after that." And I was like, "Why don't you just skip to the third movie? The third movie sounds way better than all the, the movies in between the movies one and three. But I'm like the same way. I know what I want to do next, which is going to be You Will Die. I know what I want to do after that, which is another game, and then after that, I've decided I want to do Revenge of the Ball two, which is going to be basically Revenge of the Ball one with with more bullets coming at you." <laughs> Maybe some screen tilt with the with the right thumbstick. No, no screen up. Uh, Just more. I'm not gonna let your secrets go, huh? I'm a, I'm a I'm a purist. I, I, yeah. I, I, all my I think for believe it or not, I think all my games. I do not see a, a future where I do a 3D game. I think all my games will be just straight 2D sprite based games because those are games I grew up on. I think those are still the best games. If you if you go down a list of the best games ever, there will be. You'll be 2D sprite-based games and maybe a couple 3D games. So I'm just interested in doing just 2D stuff. Tay's back up on the mic. All right, I got another question. I know you're a game designer, but what exactly did you do to get to where you are now? Dad actually gave me a chill. (laughs) (laughs) 
like call me a game designer. That was that was, that kicks ass. I'm a game designer. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, pro I've been programming for, I guess probably like 20 years now. I've been programming since the Commodore VIC 20. Yep. It's crazy, but uh, and then uh, as you as you become as you program more, like I don't really program games. I program like boring stuff like websites and point of sale systems. That's but a game is just a game is just data management. So if you could program, if you learn to program anything, you can uh, end up programming a game. The hard part is making the game fun. That's the that's the difficult part about yeah. game programming. Yeah. Learning how to program is just making a game fun because there are a lot of games, not even just on the community games, but actually out in the stores where you look at it, and you're like this. Somebody thought this was a good idea and it looks pretty. But it just doesn't work as a game. But nobody stopped to say, "Hey, this doesn't work as a game." Mm-hmm. Some things just don't. Cool. I don't know. If you, I, th- I don't even think I answered the question. I think I went off a whole another tangent, but I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that that works. That answers uh, one of my questions that I was going to ask. <laughs> um, so, so re-ask the first one. Uh, what exactly did you like? What what process did you have to go through to get to you know creating stuff like this, or I guess get gaining the knowledge to do things like this? Well, uh, some people will say go to school. I will not say that because I hate it. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, go. Uh, the easiest way is to go to the library and pick up a book on programming, and it'll the first the first uh, the first couple of weeks you'll be bored out of your mind until because you, you'll you'll think that wow I should be able to get Doom up and running because Doom's an old game. I should at least be able to get Doom up and running in a couple of weeks. No, after a couple of years you'll be you'll be able to write something like Doom, but. After a couple of weeks, you'll be able to you'll be able to get like maybe like Hello World on the screen. You'll understand more about computers, and then after after months and months and months, you'll start once you understand uh, once you start figuring out all the ins and outs of programming, you'll start being able to put stuff like sprites and dots on the screen, and then you'll start get you'll get excited just just over getting a a ball bouncing around the screen. You'll be like, oh son of a bitch, look at that ball bouncing on the screen. <laughs> nobody else nobody else will be in like nobody else will be. Uh, impressed by your ball bounce on the screen, but you'll but you'll sit there and say you don't understand. The, I had to do the X Y vectors on this sucker, and the, there's even physics in, in, in this. I had it gravity so great. Nobody's gonna care but you. Yep. But once yep. you get to that point, you're gonna know I can do a game. That's when that's when you hit the. That's when you cross the bridge. If you don't get to that point, you'll never be able to make a game. I don't think. If you just get to the point where, well, this isn't doomed. This sucks. Well, then you'll never be able to make it. All righty, thanks. I actually completely agree with that sentiment because I've actually one of the games that I wrote um, on my on I've actually got it on my pocket PC. It looks extremely simple, but it's like I'm like so proud of the math underneath, but nobody would understand the math, and they're like, "What do you mean?" Now, I mean, I noticed in this game, Derek, you actually adhered to the original math standards that were in like the original Pong, that where the ball hit on the paddle, it determined its angle. So, yeah, the True physics are boring because mm-hmm. there, there's 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 rules of there's rules of physics that if a, something comes at, off of this angle, it has to go off of the, of the other angle, mm-hmm. which is great for making the world work. But if you want to have fun, it's, it just it just sucks. So the way uh, I'm not the first person to figure that out. I think Nolan Bushnell was the per- first person to figure. It, well, right. maybe Ralph Baer figured it out before Nolan Bushnell did. Mm-hmm. But the way the or maybe it was Al Acorn. Look at me being a super nerd now. There you go. The um. What happens is the farther up on the paddle, that affects the angle that the ball returns at, and which is completely no, no 
there's nothing in nature or the laws of physics that say that should happen, but it looks right when it, when you, when, you, when you see it and it right. feels right when it happens. So that's what I went for. And that's actually a good strategy if you try if somebody if you can actually hit the ball right in the center of your paddle, it actually goes slower and it goes straight ahead. So yeah. that can kind of help in some of these too. So and Ted is running back up here. I just thought of a great recommendation for Revenge of the Ball too. When you hit balls back, if they collide, they should explode. You know what I'm saying? I actually had collision in this game, uh, which came out pretty early, uh, <laughs> where the balls will bounce off each other too, because that's the natural thing. Once you put the collision in, every it want, the balls want to collide with everything, and it makes sense to have them collide with each other. Uh, not fun. Fifty two thousand on that one. Still, Ted is still the champion. I think he's uh, coming again. I think Ted's going to be playing now to give us his second run. I'm going to move the camera over so you can see Ted and watch him play. I want to say that mods are some probably the worst thing that happened to uh, to game programmers. That, that is all. Why is that? Because you don't have to be a programmer to be a mod, to do a mod, so you can do what you think is a great mod that sits on top of Half-Life 2. And you're like, wow, I wrote Half-Life 2. Like, well, yeah. you didn't really do that. You just moved a couple of models around. In fact, you didn't even move a couple of models around. You just dragged a couple of models around. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of a lot of people out there. Uh, one of the things that I see a lot in the Xbox, like I'm sounding like a jaded old man, in, in the well, Xbox community, in the community game section is the in the forum is the people creating teams, and always, you always know how that uh, that post is going to go. It's like I'm creating a team for uh, for 3D for a 3D shooter. Gonna be, it's gonna be greater than it's gonna be greater than Doom Three. All I need are programmers, artists, and somebody to do the sound. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? I'm the I'm the I'm the writer. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be the guy that drags the that drags the, the the models around the level once yeah. you once you build them for me. And a lot of people, what I find out is that their first game is always like the epic RPG. I'm gonna make a you know a, an epic RPG like Final Fantasy, or you know I'm gonna make a ne- the next great first person shooter. When really, when you start out, you need to do a simple game concept like I always use breakout whenever I'm learning a new language or something I make a breakout clone and I mean I don't, I'm never going to release it but I do either like a breakout clone I'll do hangman sometimes and I'll do like a card game like with tra- standard traditional 52 cards and even though I don't finish those projects I get 90% done but a lot of people when they first start out saying I'm going to make the the most epic RPG you've ever seen they get frustrated really quickly and never get far and really don't learn anything um so was this what was kind of the first game you what was your first game that you tried to make or was revenge of the ball really the first one your first the concept fir- the first game i made was in uh well not with xna the first game i ever made was was in high school with a friend, my friend rob it was it wasn't i'm not gonna say it was a complete game but it, we played it it was basically a copy of tron tron light cycles okay which is okay. which is just another copy of snake snake which is one of the simplest games ever created right so once you get if you can get that running you should be happy. Yeah. yeah. At least be if you can if you can't if you don't understand what's behind Snake. See, I, I sound like I'm telling people not to be programmers. But if you can't just understand what, like what's behind the the how what makes Snake run, right. which is a really simple game, then you probably mm-hmm. you probably need to step back from um from making Final Fantasy 14 for as your first yeah. game. You you guys want to see my breakout clone? Let's see it. You want to see it? I think we can do. So I'm gonna have to Bobby I'm gonna, Breakout. I'm gonna have to try it because it's on my phone, so it's gonna be interesting to see if we can actually play this because my phone's a pocket PC. 
So I'm going to turn off. We're, even though we got Tedekin playing here, we'll turn back to Tedekin um, pretty soon. So let's see. Okay. I'm going to get that off the screen. Okay, so um, this is fun. Yeah, it's going to be hard to do because it's a touch screen and the camera does not like to focus, apparently. Come on. Be nice and focused. There we go. Okay. So the game is actually called Style Out because instead of moving a paddle, you actually draw the paddle at the bottom, and that determines which way the ball moved. Oh, and it, I just hit it off the screen. And it was the math on getting the angle based on both the angle that you drew the paddle and the ball. That was kind of the part that I was very proud of, kind of like what you were saying, you know, how people probably would not understand um, the math that went behind something simple like making a ball hit a paddle. But ah, to a programmer, yeah. it's, it's like heaven. Yeah, I mean, this took me... I, this game alone, I, it took me like a weekend to make. Because, and I was just learning the pocket PC because I had an interview and I needed to have like some kind of demo game to show people. And this is what I did and I didn't get hired. Um, oh, there we go. This is nice. Kind of a... Uh Arkanoid on the on the mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. Except instead of moving the paddle, you actually draw the. Yeah, there we go. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that was my game that I made, and uh, this one actually has a menu and everything. It's like the only game that I actually made a main menu for. You so, should put that on, on uh, Xbox on, on XNA. Well, it's kind of hard to do it because the whole idea is drawing it. Like I actually built this game the weekend I came back from E3 that they announced the Nintendo DS. And because everybody's like, well, what would you want to do with a touchscreen? And so I, I said, well, here's what I would do with a touchscreen, and I built this game that weekend coming back. So um, I'm, I'm, I've been thinking, you know, there's probably other ways I could do it to make it work with, like, two analog sticks or something. But um, this game itself, would it, it kind of, the, the design of it needs to be on a touchscreen. Well, this is a pretty high level. Who's on this level? This is Ted. Oh, of course. I was like, wow, because I know that background. That's a hard background. I've, I've seen this background a couple times. Very quickly, when, but I've seen When you guys get a fire background, that's when, that's when you know uh, you're in trouble. I'm going to type back on you. So what level are we at over here? Level 6, level 7? Level 6, 7, and then after this is like the the earth, and then there's a, mm-hmm. a grid. And then we have the... Front. A cut scene where the ball chases the paddle back and forth oh. in between oh. the, the stages. Did you give your balls names? Uh, I gave them names. <laughs> I named both of my balls. I mean, oh, you mean a game? No. No, they just have colors. I love Friday Night Gaming. <laughs> Say stuff like that. So, so uh, but, but, I mean, you didn't think about making, like, cut scenes or something where, um, you know, the paddle's being chased or something, you know, kind of like what they did in Miss Pac-Man? No. No, I was the game one. I wanted to keep the game as like I'm, I'm making it sound like this was a a, a design a design uh, feature. Like I wanted to keep the game simple to to stay pure with the with the heritage of this type of arcade game and the genre. No, I just didn't have time to do that. <laughs> that sounds again. There you yeah. go. Now uh, I think I remember you saying that you did actually like scale like the difficulty doesn't always it it doesn't always get as difficult as the previous two levels? Like, you gave some cooldown levels? Yeah. After level 11, uh, 
two balls will come out and that'll give you a chance to like to calm down a little bit and then it starts ramping back up because I knew that it oh, he's I don't want to be now. easy but it doesn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be unfair and I thought it was getting kind of unfair mm-hmm. Now yeah, see I've never I've never seen this background Yeah this is this is a really mean level cuz I know it's about yeah the purple ball is going to yeah, come out now. I've never uh, seen this purple ball yet The purple ball I uh, like to call silent but deadly it'll uh, oh, it won't <laughs> yeah, it won't make any noise. It'll just shoot a laser beam across at you. That's that's, that. that's that's evil. Yeah. Why why do you hate gamers, Derek? Uh, because I think I think gamers have been coddled too long. And if I can do a, a little bit to uh, to to unpussify America's gamers, then I will do that. Everybody's yelling. Did you know that me? New Prince of Persia? It's impossible to die. Yeah, I love that. Oh God. Well, I mean, it's not that it's impossible. Oh, 307-800 for Tedekin. Tedekin, you should you should you should put you should um hold the the controller high in the air and just drop it to the ground and walk away. <laughs> yeah, except it's my controller, so we don't want to be doing. We going to Office Depot across the hall, <laughs> across the uh, street, or next door to the gaming store. There you yeah. go. You guys still open? <laughs> you have the key, right? We uh, we're still open. Yeah, that's right. You open till nine. Till so nine p.m. You'd be buying me a new controller, Ted. I would like so, to say I'm taking myself out of the running for the free um, time on the on the landline and everything because it's just not fair because I've played the game for two weeks and <laughs> he's played it for ten minutes. Life isn't fair. That's true. You know, I, I take that. Derek's right. Life isn't fair. Sorry, I'm taking the, my prize. When when the Steelers beat the Cardinals, you're gonna be, are you gonna, they're gonna say, "Well, we were we we've been a team a lot longer than Cardinals." <laughs> <laughs> not fair. And speaking of which, we are actually going to be uh, predicting maybe who who will win that game this weekend that we actually can't say the name of it. Um, we actually are going to play Super Madden Bowl. here. The the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you can say it. We can't. What, the Super Bowl? Yeah, because that's a trademark from the NFL, and if you try to use it as a marketing tool without their permission, they will sue you. Um, well, on Dead Pixel Live, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> So, uh, but we will actually probably be. Uh, we're going to get two people here. We're not playing it online, but we're going to get two people here to play as the two teams, Pittsburgh and Arizona. We're going to try to see who wins, and we're going to call the game. Uh, we're still ramping back up to hopefully getting enough audience to where we could actually do tournaments here, where we'll have enough interest, interested people. But uh, we're not. We're still trying to get the word out locally, and that's why we're not doing a tournament. We're just going to try to find two people that want to play Madden, and I think one of them's here already. So. I should probably move the camera so we can look at the person playing. Video.fnglive.net is uh, where we, you can actually watch video of these people playing and dying and uh, actually actually watch the gameplay. Uh, and also, uh, hopefully, most of the video will hopefully be archived on our Ustream channel as well, so you can watch the video um, if you're listening to an audio podcast, which everybody should be subscribed to the audio podcast and giving it good reviews in iTunes, along with oh, Dead should- Pixel Live. I just had a, a nut, some more advice for the guy that wanted to make games. But he's the one uh, playing right now. Oh, well, when he gets off, well, oh, I'll, I'll yell at him. Hey, you playing the game. Um, <laughs> one thing that you, that you probably should do is uh, pick a good forum to join. Like, the, I, think the, I think the XNA community forum is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, or other graphics forums. But stay away from, from some forums you need to, probably need to stay away from. I would say, stay, believe it or not, I would say stay away from gamedev.net. I hate that, I hate that place. Bunch of haters over there. Some forms are uh, no, I forget it. I'm not going to say anything. I was going to I was going to d- d- 
the Dead Pixel Live mode and just start ragging on stuff, which is probably not a good thing to do. Which one do you suggest? I would I would say the XNA community, the community game forum yeah. over on Microsoft. That, that's a really good forum. Um, people will ans- answer your questions. They'll help you out. Uh, I found I found that a lot of forums. I'm not going to say any names, but if you ask a question and you will ask one question, and if the person doesn't know the answer, instead of just not answering, they will they will say, "Why do you need to do it like this? How come you don't do it the way I know how to do it?" Which is doesn't really help you a whole lot because if you if you want to know how to say add two vectors, which is really simple, add, add them together. Yeah. Somebody said, "Well, what you should do is create a matrix and then pull." Or somebody said, "Well, no, you don't want to create a matrix. You should put all your you should just pre-calculate everything and put it to it." You just want to know how to add two vectors. That's all you want to do. So a lot of places just won't answer your questions. They'll uh, they're more interested in saying, showing how smart they are instead of uh, helping you learn. Be careful of places like that. And you'll you and you for a while you'll be like, wow, these guys are really smart. And, but in the meantime, you aren't getting any better. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, I mean, X and A is great if anybody wants to get into the game programming. It's free, yeah, and it's and it's free. Now you do have to pay one hundred dollars a year to deploy to your Xbox three hundred and sixty, but that's just a hundred dollars a year. But if you want to just do PC stuff and actually plug in an Xbox three hundred and sixty wired controller into your PC, you can. It's free. You can go get it right now and start playing. And if you want to, if you if you're thinking about having any kind of uh, future in, in like as as a game developer programmer. Then there's really no excuse not to download it and start writing. Even if you're like, well, I don't have a hundred dollars to to deploy. It doesn't matter. Just download it and and, and it won't t- teach you how to. It won't. It, you'll. I'll say this. You won't learn. At the end of the day, you won't know how to program an uh, Xbox 360. But you'll you'll understand what goes into developing for the Xbox 360. How about that? Yeah, because they they do limit a lot of stuff. Now, can you? Are you able to do Xbox Live gameplay on a community yes. game? Okay. Yeah, you can okay. do you can do network stuff. Uh, you can do everybody wants to do achievements, which Microsoft uh, actually put some thought in that. They're like, oh hell's no, because I, me personally, I would just make a I would make a game called Press the X button, and yeah. every time you press yeah. X button, you get you, get, you get, get ten achievement points. So that's why you can't do that. Leaderboards, I think they should have. You can't have leaderboards. Um, in fact, you can't even use the name leaderboard. Le- leaderboards. Now, how did you get around that? Uh, there's a really great guy, uh, Jay Watt, um, over at EnchantedAge.com, or EnchantedEdge.com, either EnchantedAge or EnchantedEdge, who created uh, the high scores component, which actually does all the work for me. I, to put high scores in, I, don't, I only had to put maybe 20 lines of code in, and I was able to get networked high scores um, because uh, the component was already written for me. And it's another thing about the XNA. People are are happy to share their stuff. Some stuff, some stuff you probably need to figure out on your own, but mm-hmm. other things, uh, I don't see any problem uh, getting a shared component or asking somebody how to do something. Or, or bar- Microsoft gives you a lot of code themselves. They're like, hey, use this code in your game. Some people have taken it a little bit too far and just try to re-release the entire game as their own. But uh, they'll if you they'll have some like the particle, the particle effects in this game were, were pulled from the particle effect demo that Microsoft has. It's almost mm-hmm. almost a uh, Line for line, I changed some stuff, but because they do actually give you like a space war, like a fully full space war game, and I think it even has Xbox Live play in the demo that they sent out. Is that is Space War still the game they use? Uh, yeah, they called it. They renamed at first. It was called uh, I think it was called Space War. Then they rechanged it when they added Net Play. It's called a Net War now. Right, and it actually has uh, Xbox Live play, 
And uh, mm-hmm. because I remember when I first started with XNA, we were like, "Can we at least get the name of the gamer tag?" They're like, "No, you can't have the name of the gamer tag." Can, what about the gamer pick? No, you can't have that. And then in 2.0, they added that stuff, and then 3.0, they added the community games and the the Xbox Live Play in 3.0. Because I remember, I remember kind of watching the evolution of XNA, and they really have seemed to be, been really listening to the developer, uh, the people that want it now. I agree with them on the achievements because you go into, like, say, Little Big Planet, which is not supposed to be compared to XNA and all, but all the top levels are all the trophy whoring levels. That basically all you do is you go in there and it spams like one million points at you and it makes you fall a great distance and you jump up. You know, it's basically get ten trophies and those are all the ones that are the top rated. So I kind of agree with them on the achievement thing. Wow, it's, you know, but maybe I, you know, maybe. My workaround would have been let them have achievements, but make them all zero points. So, like, you have the achievement, but no gamer score. Oh, they have that. Somebody see the cool thing about XNA. Somebody created um, what well, they, they, I think they call it awards. Mm-hmm. They call it an awards component where some games actually do have those types of awards where you you've got you've gotten to level four, you you get five award points, which it doesn't really add up to anything. You can't. Uh, yeah, well, I was saying on your gamer on your gamer car, but I don't know if that's oh. a, a big problem with you know them having to yeah. look through all the text. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have somebody saying uh, uh, "pussy pussy fart fart" as an award. Yeah, and, yeah. I would do that. Now, uh, pen fifteen. Actually, um, we're going to take a, a call here. We're going to join this. So, uh, game game master. Oh, he's got his. I think I'm going to hang up on him. Hello. Hey, hey uh, yeah. You may want to turn off your radio. It's all set. Echo, echo. I'm here. Uh, this is Game Master Dylan. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, I just got. I just made my Pandora's battery, and I think I did the magic memory stick. But I'm still. Do you, you realize we're, now? Do you have a question about Revenge of the Ball? Because that's what we're talking about right now. Oh, today, okay. Today, today, I just I, came in. I, I'm sorry. Okay. Man, man. Call, call back later world. once you've uh, figured out your uh, speaker problem. Now batting, Chipper Jones, okay. number 10. Okay, he's gone. I thought he was going to have a question about Revenge of the Ball. I guess not. Um, I do hang up on people who call out of the blue and not know what we're talking about. If you have a question about Revenge of the Ball, feel free to give us a call. I actually haven't put the number up, but uh, you don't mind taking calls, Derek. You don't mind insulting people, right? I w- I w- I haven't, I've never insulted anybody in my life. Uh, you guys will find that out if you listen to uh, Dead Picks Alive Monday through Thursday on allgames.com, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. So uh, Friday Night Gaming on Skype, or you can call us toll-free in North America, 1-888-FN-GAME-1. Uh, Pen15 uh, asked, you know, on the XNA forums, do people offer work for pay? Like, have you ever seen a post saying, need someone to make a Defender clone for $2,000? Yes. I've seen both. I've seen people um, saying that they will work for free. I've seen people say uh, they will work for compensation. Some people want uh, a piece of the profits, which I don't even know what that means. Uh, (laughs) Some some people have said, I will pay you. I I offer to pay Tedekin, and I still I'm still offering to, um, for the next game. I'm I'm not maybe maybe we'll talk about it later. Maybe we'll see something's going on. So, so did you not let Derek pay you, Derek Ted? I, I I don't know. Somehow I always end up doing work and never get paid for it. It's a problem and I have. I, he signed that meeting as well. I don't, I, don't need, I don't even have nice nice boobies like most of his clients. <laughs> well, <laughs> he he's he's turning red over here. Because <laughs> he know it's true. The um, uh, I, I, if you if you find somebody that 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 does does work for free, just check out to make sure. The the bad part about people that work for free is that 
sometimes they'll do great work, but they're working for free. So you can't sit there and say, hey, guy, I need this done by tomorrow. You're not paying me no. Fuck you. I'm not. I got stuff to do. You know, that's the that's. But you know what? If you're getting for free, you you have no right to to demand anything of somebody's time if you're not paying them. But as soon as you if if, as soon as you're thrown and on the other hand, if there's somebody that that does really good work and you say, well, I'll give you twenty dollars or fifty dollars. They're they're putting in like ten hours worth of work, you, and you're paying you're paying them less than minimum wage to do something. So it, it's like a balance in that. You don't want to overpay, you don't want to underpay, but you should always pay something. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say that cover. Uh, you know, Derek. Derek's my buddy, and that cover took like an hour to do. So I was just like, you know, whatever, dude. I thought it was cool enough just having it on uh, Xbox Live. I felt really bad about it too because I, I this I expect because. I've seen Tedekin is a great artist, but here's what I expect. I was like, Tedekin, can you just whip me up something quick? I expected a ball with a smiley face on it, and I would have been more than happy. And he I, gave I me that for that, you. He gave me that kick-ass artwork. I was because I knew I, I tried to do a ball with a smiley face and didn't look. I was like, he can do a really good ball with a smiley face. He put a skull on the ball. I was like, oh my god! He actually made me. You can you guys can thank Tedekin for the rest of this game looking better because this game looked a lot worse before I got the cover on. I was like. I need the the game. The rest of the game, the rest of the backgrounds have to at least match or come close to matching what Tedekin did for the artwork. So I went in and I, I bought a bunch of artwork, which I think is pretty. There, I just drew you a ball with a smiley face on it. Yeah, that would have been the cover art. I actually recommended Derek and I get together and I'll do graphics and even program. We can make a really badass game. Oh, you, you will die. No, you didn't want. You wanted to do Mini Ninja. Oh, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Oops. No, they I mean, already. You, I had that idea, and somebody already beat me to it. Yeah. Oh. Well, mini ninja. You already. You already drew that too. Tedekin we did can some do, great. Do, yeah, well, there are many ninja. The ninja's like four. You know what? I'm not going to give it away. There's there's a uh, other X and A game developers listening who will steal it. Amazing. Oh, Suma says that that's not really a smiley face, Bobby. I hate you. I hate you so much. Oh, there's I, a I lot of really that. talented people in X. Like there's the X and A goes from like really bad programmers, which there are a few. Go look at a Kitchen Sink War. I'm not afraid to name names. A Kitchen Sink <laughs> War is a piece of crap game. There's a bunch of piece of crap game, but there's some stuff that's in there that's really good. And I think you're you're gonna see um, after a few months, you'll see some really great stuff come out, and then those guys will be hired by uh, by real companies. And then you'll see a, another uh, another bunch of crap come out. Then you'll see really good stuff. Like the guys that did Biology Battle, I'm, and the guys that did Carnival. If they don't get hired, I'm gonna I will be really surprised. Carnival and what's the other game? Uh, biology Battle. Biology Battle. Okay. Biology Battle is like almost Geometry Wars. I'm not gonna go say as, as far as as good as Geometry Wars too, but it's the same. I could see those guys making Geometry Wars too. Geometry Wars two had a lot more behind it, and you can tell that. Somebody put a ton of money into it, and these guys had a lot of time. Biology Battle is almost that good, and if if they if they, if they had a, a huge budget and a lot more time, it would be better than Geometry Wars. That is that is that, is that good? And then you have games like Weapon of Choice, which were actually was actually done by somebody who used to actually create do retail games. He worked on Resistance and Resistance Two and things Ratchet like and that, Clank. and, and yep. Ratchet and Clank. And they're coming. He's coming down to do X and A community games. So. uh have you heard of anybody getting hired yet out of the out of the community games to work uh, for these big companies? No, no? unfortunately, no. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I think I, I, maybe they're not saying it, but nobody come and say, "Hey, I just got hired," or just put in, use this game as a resume. Um, my brother worked at EA, and his game, Graph Spacer, uh, plug plug, 
um, he did in a couple of weekends, and he was like, uh, it was really fun. It was really easy. I want to do it more, but I have to, I'm going to focus on, I want, you know what I'm going to say? He's, he's, you said he wanted to focus on an iPhone game instead, which I think some people may do. Some, some people say, hey, I'm, I was able to do this great thing on the Xbox. Let me go over to iPhone to see what I can do, because as much as I hate to say it, that's where the money is right now. If, you, if you're in it to make money, you should probably be making games for the iPhone. I think we got somebody up here that's going to challenge Ted's score here. First time player, a first time player. What's his too. name? I want it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, he's doing really good. He's going to get past this level. And then this is the fir- his first time playing. Yeah. <laughs> Two set. If he gets past this level, the um, his bonus is probably oh. <laughs> in your face. What was the score? <laughs> what was the score? Two seventy six. Three, some, three, I don't know. We're trying to keep score, or keep tally over there, and he knocked off the game. <laughs> yeah, 369. 69 is always a good number to put things. Hey, Ted from the past isn't here, so I can say that. Yes. No, actually, he's not coming. No, he, he's not coming from what I've been told. Um, <clears throat> he's not in the back of somebody's van right now, is he? <laughs> Ted says he's got him in the trunk. See, that's that, that's surprising because Ted has has actually been told on a number of occasions that he does he has the "I will not rape you" look. I've he puts out. The, I, I, I will not rape you. Look. Yeah. You need to talk into the mic because you're far away and we can't hear you. I have in fact been told that I have the "I will not rape you" look. Yeah. And then I rape people that say that. I'm not saying anything. <clears throat> It's a joke. It's a little joke. <laughs> rape joke for the loss. Yes. Yeah, rape jokes are not. Funny. Wait a minute. Rape, but first of all, rape jokes are really aren't funny. But mm-hmm. he was told that though. So now the multiplayer does it only go up to five? Yeah, I had it okay. going up to ten, and I quickly got a score of seven hundred thousand, and I said this is just insane because I didn't. I didn't want to do one of those games where how pinball machines now you, you put your quarter in a pinball machine, you automatically have two million points. I didn't yeah. want to be like that. I wanted, to, I wanted there to be some kind of skill behind it and so i thought going up to five and also when you go the multiplier goes both ways mm-hmm. if you get up to a five times multiplier and say a purple ball uh gets past you instead of just losing a uh, hundred instead of losing 10 100 points you lose 500 points you lose you, you the multiplier goes for the loss as well as for the gain actually i want eric to come up to the mic and give us his review of the game now that he's played it once he got uh 270 something thousand yeah. What did you think of the game? I thought it was really fun. Would you buy it? Two hundred points. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and any criticisms of the game or anything while while the developers here um, not wanting to listen to you not, say anything bad about it? Not really a criticism. I mean, right. it, it ramps up pretty quick, so mm-hmm. that, that would be the only thing. Um, right. I think a lot of newer gamers like the gratification of longer gaming sessions. But as far as an arcade target, I mean, it's pretty it's mm-hmm. pretty spot on. So, so it's more for the developed experienced gamer. That's what you'd say? I, I would say so, yeah. yeah. The old school gamer, the if old you will. Old school gamer. So. Now, there is a trial on this, and the trial actually behaves differently <coughs> from, uh, from, from the real game. How, how does it behave differently, Derek? Xbox Live um, community games give, they used to give a four-minute trial, and now they give you an eight-minute trial, which uh, gamers like. Uh, in fact, a lot of developers like, I think, was a bad idea. Uh, because an eight-minute trial, a lot of games you can play through, a lot, uh, arcade time, you can play an entire game for eight minutes. 
And so if I had just left it as the eight minute trial, as you guys can see, most most people will never buy the full game because mm-hmm. if your game lasts more than four minutes, you're doing pretty damn good. And so instead, for I I did um, five special trial levels that will give you basically a feel for the entire game within about mm-hmm. two minutes. Um, the first level was just a couple of balls bouncing, and then it ramps up extremely quickly. And by level four, um, I don't think most people will be able to get past level four because everything that can be on the screen is on the screen by, by level four. Now, and do, it's just do you stable. worry that this is going to uh, stop sales? Because like I usually have the philosophy of is if I can't beat your demo, I don't buy your game. And if you can't beat my demo, uh, I, don't, I don't want your money. <laughs> but you got my money. Does that mean See? you're going to give me back my money? See how it works. See how it works like that. <laughs> if uh, it's like it's like if I truly believe that if you're not good at a game, then you shouldn't be forced to pay for it. But if you're not good at a game, then I don't want you playing my game because you're not the type of gamer that I'm that I'm going after. But you got I'm, my money the, anyway. Yeah, just because you're not a good gamer doesn't mean I don't want. I'm not going to get rich off. <laughs> you don't you know, want I, my, my money, but you'll take it. Yeah, Microsoft sells computers to people every day that doesn't that don't uh, know how to use Word, but they still take their money. You know, you know, I, I was at work and they said I had to install Publisher on the machine that was going to be in, in a deli. They really they, they need Publisher. They make sandwiches all day, but they need Publisher in there. Microsoft took that money though. Yep. They didn't say what these people make sandwiches. They're never going to be publishing a newsletter out of the back of their deli. What are you talking about? No, they just said, uh, please make the checkout to Bill W. Gates. We're talking with Derek H., Revenge of the Ball, Dead Pixel Live. He, do, he does it all. Um, if anybody wants to call in, once again, uh, and talk, ask him about uh, Friday Night Gaming or Friday Night Gaming on Skype, one eight 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 fn game one toll-free. Now, Pen15 wants a job uh, f- with you. He wants to know, if you make a good amount of money, would you expand and get more people working for you, or are you going to remain solo? Um, for the next game, I actually already have at least one person I plan on uh, – mm-hmm. If not hiring, but contracting out to do work, mm-hmm. and, and believe it or not, it's not you, Tedekin. and it's already it's somebody else. Uh, <laughs> he, he's got this look. He's like, "What do you mean it's not me?" No, I'll that person you. knows. That, in fact, in fact, it's not. Tedekin probably already knows who the person who's going to be working on "You Will Die" is. In fact, he does know who the other person mm-hmm. who's going to be working on it is. And it's not me. Um, no, it's not you. Um, but yeah, if if I make a decent amount of money, which I'm pretty sure I won't. Most of that money will be go will go toward me uh, surrounding myself with hookers and blow, mm-hmm. and the rest of that money I will put into developing the game. So yeah, if I if I um, and I probably I know for a fact now I will have to hire an artist, which is why I'm trying to be sly with Tedekin because I'm trying to um make it sound like I'm trying to keep the price. This is what I'm trying. I'm trying to keep the price down that I'm gonna have to pay Tedekin. Tedekin's like a professional, and he's gonna try to get me to pay him like twenty grand or something. I'm trying to get him for like two three hundred dollars. Wait, two three hundred dollars for how much work? Uh, it's a lot. Of, oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk. All that stuff is we'll negotiable. I know we'll the see. concept of uh, "You Will Die." It's a great concept, and I think it. Uh, I think it would be fun to work on. And now we're going back and forth with the whole. This, this is all negotiating tactics, kids. Can I work? I on would love to work on that. How much work is it going to be, though? <laughs> well, it's going to be a little bit of work, but I'm not sure if I have enough to pay you. Well, you know what? I'd work on it for free, but you still have to still pay bills, and the, the quality of the work You're goes... You're starting to, to sound like Becky, Derek. I'm being honest. Uh, oh, Be- oh, Becky's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Becky H. We've all done work for free for... Well, I haven't done work for free for Becky. Well, have I? No, I haven't done work for free for Becky. <laughs> I've done work for free for Jill, but not for Becky. 
I like the fact that everybody's done work for free and then add a girl's name at the end. And you work for you. I've, I've worked for free for Scott. <laughs> like I said, add a girl's <laughs> Scott's name. Scott's a beautiful woman. So I can't work. I can't help you with your next game, right, Derek? That's what you're saying. Uh, no, no. If you if you're you're a great programmer, I know you're a good programmer. So I'm thinking, uh, but maybe, maybe. <laughs> what you want to be? You want to be a part of Netflix Arcade? Sure. Maybe. We'll think, I, I'm, I'm a creator club member. I paid my uh, hundred bucks. I will look into. Oh, I would also like to say that my brother um, DJ Ethernet, aka Travis Hopkins, uh, did the, did the music, did all the music in. Um, and Revenge of the Ball. It was it was really cool because I said, Travis, I need some music um, for the game, and he's like, he sent me a, a he sent me seventy different songs and said, go ahead and pick whatever you want, and that's what I did. I picked like uh, six songs, and that's where the music came from, including the opening dan 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 that that little ditty. Yeah, he gave me that literally. Um, I always say literally. I notice I say literally a lot. Um, he actually gave me that about eight years ago. Um, when I when I started when I wanted to start a movie company called uh, Diabolical Films, he gave me that little bump to start, and I, I and I still use that. Excellent, because I like it. Well, sweet. We actually have a Derek H themed uh, hardware segment that we're doing with CC Gaming. Uh, Glenn, you want to tell us what we're going to be doing? Yes, yeah, we, we've got the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Which uh, which one? The junior the Junior system or the original? The original wood grain version. Sweet, your favorite. We've got one of those with the six. With the, it's got the six. Uh, yes, the, the six, six levers. Wi- mode the six switches, switches. not That's the right. four switches. Flipping switches. Yes. And then uh, what else? Now we're going to be taking apart the twenty six hundred. Yeah, right? we're going to take apart the twenty six hundred. Uh, show some of the different components. Mm-hmm. Where we've come in the days of consoles, how complicated they've become, how simple mm-hmm. or not this one happens to be. Mm-hmm. We also have a. Odyssey, the Magnavox Odyssey 300, which is the third installment of the third Odyssey, yeah, of the Odyssey. And uh, we're actually going to turn that one on. Yeah, we'll turn this one on. So uh, we're 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 going back to the Pong days. So, Watch the uh, lights dip when you guys turn the Odyssey on. <laughs> so actually, and I think we're going to do. I think he's going to turn that on. So I'm going to have to. Yeah, and for this, we are going to need the stage cleared. Just for uh, the, for the local people to know, um, we are clearing the stage when we do these uh, the hardware segments. Well, if you guys are opening up a, a Atari Twenty Six Hundred, there's a good chance that a bunch of asbestos asbestos is going to come flying out. So that's you true. probably do want to clear, clear the stage. Oh, that's Pong. Let's see, I should probably get this off the thing. Can that actually get, warmed my heart when I saw that. Look, there's Pong on the screen. I was happy. And and I would like to say that uh, if you guys, I played, I bought Pong like a, a bunch of years ago, and I, I hooked it up to the comp- to, to the TV, mm-hmm. sat there with my brother, and we sat there and played it for a couple of hours. That game is still fun. Just two people playing Pong, you will still have a great time playing it. We don't have the greatest angle here. We're working on it, but uh, yeah, we actually got uh, the Pong from the Atari twenty or for the from the Odyssey three hundred running on the screen here, kind of showing where we've come from uh, revenge from Pong to Revenge of the Ball. Basically the same game. Yeah. Except the ball here doesn't have power-ups. That's it. Yeah. No machine guns on this ball. That, that kind of, that, you know what? That says more about, about our society as a whole than about mm-hmm. technology. This actually we, has three different modes built in. 
Now, this isn't the one that had the overlays. No, it's not. This was a uh, self-programmed system that you did not take cartridges. It had three different game styles on it. Mm-hmm. It had tennis, uh, hockey. Mm-hmm. The other one was the, your standard Pong version. You now, could just switch through those. Now, is this um, something you sell in your store, or is this yours? This is more of a, a personal collection right. piece. Mm-hmm. We do have it on display in the store from time to time. Right. But we, we have them. We've had them in the past, and, and we get them. How much do these run in your store if you had one? I believe the last one that we did in, in this condition, in the box, uh, we did it for 85 mm-hmm. Pretty Pretty reasonable price on there. Mm-hmm. Can you do any mods so that I can hook it up to, like, S-Video or anything? <laughs> we, have done, we have done some old-school gaming mods where we've added S-Video and component to the Neo Geo AES system. Mm-hmm. That's probably a... Uh, Something that we could do with this one by converting the signal over. Now, what did you have to get to get this to work on this TV? Because it this TV takes the standard antenna right. jack there, like the RF style, mm-hmm. where you would where you would screw it on. Um, the adapter that came with this back in the day when it was made came with the bunny ear style. Yeah. So we had to use the little RF adapter that snapped on, and you actually plug the bunny ears into it mm-hmm. to get it to work. If you're listening to us on the audio feed, video.fnglive.net is uh, where you can see the video of us playing uh, Pong on uh, an Odyssey 300, courtesy of CC Gaming at ccgamingonline.com. And um, we're losing. We are. Now, here's, we a, here's the sad part about, uh, about today's gamers. Uh, I understand what's going on on the screen right now. The game is over, but there is no really game over screen for these old games, so it just, all it does is take the collision detection away from the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you need to do is reset the game, and you'll be playing again. You guys aren't really playing the game right now. That's right. It's, it's like the attraction. There you go. Thing. I'm so old. I'm, I'm never <laughs> going to hide girlfriend. So is this the one-player version, or is it just because you're not moving the other paddle? This is a... This is a one-player version. You can move the other paddle, and it'll take over. Right. If, if you're on the home team side, which is labeled home team and visitor, mm-hmm. you can uh, when you get on the other paddle, it'll let you uh, control mm-hmm. that side as well. actually see if we can get... There we go. Now we can actually see the... So that this is the uh, Odyssey 300. 300. Third installment. Now, the different Odysseys that were out um, did use cartridges. Mm-hmm. The Odyssey then took the approach of going ahead and pre-programming or pre-selecting some games to put on it, mm-hmm. and and make it a, you know, the the home console. Magnavox um, was actually the creator of the first home console. Yep. This is, so this is the reason why we now have the mm-hmm. 360 PS3 Wii's. And I think that Ralph Bear even still has the patent. Oh yeah. Oh, we we gotta. They still, Magnavox still gets a check every month from these guys, from Austonian and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And they deserve it. Now we can actually change the skill level up on this as well. I like how it's changing the skill level. Just uh, it, does, it speeds up the ball and just makes the paddle smaller. That's, right. that's the extent. Wow. And today they'd be like, we, we need to put a new AI routine in there to, to get put a neural net behind the ball. That way, that way it'll be harder. So no, just make it faster and make the paddle smaller. Yeah. Right. And it's actually kind of interesting because we've got it on this. You know, it's it's an it's a fake high def TV, 
It's not even a real high-def TV. But it actually doesn't look too bad for black and white. No. Uh-uh. We have a question up here on the stage. What's your name? Where are you from? I'm Aaron. I'm from here. Hey. Hi. Um, no, I just tried out uh, uh-huh. Revenge of the Ball. Revenge of the Ball. It's very, very intense Pong, um, mm-hmm. and I would like to say it's not good for somebody with uh, any form of ADD whatsoever. It's very, very hard to focus when everything is trying to kill you. So, good job on the uh, homicidal balls. I would like to. I would like to say thank you and give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> And since I'm not there in person, uh, please, Bobby, give her my phone number. Nine one 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 two eight four. Ted's over there. He didn't hear. He's got that number. Uh, what basically what Ted just said? You can't hear it on the on the uh, on the stream. He basically said somebody else heard the show and actually got Ted with the same joke. Sisters in law's brother. Which would make it the brother-in-law-in-law, I guess. Now I'm all sat down because I know Tedekin's going to about to make a move, <laughs> and she's going to call me now. Tedekin's like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy. Derek, you know, uh, Revenge of the Ball Game. I did a title screen for it. I'm Derek, an artist." Derek, her boyfriend, sitting right there. <laughs> and did, did, did her boyfriend make Revenge of the Ball? No. He's the one that got the two hundred and seventy thousand, though. First time. Well, First if, time. If, that's, if, if that impresses her, she can go to the high score screen and see that I got five hundred and ninety-four thousand. <laughs> uh. <laughs> there they are. So, uh, what else were you going to show us, Glenn? Uh, we've got this Atari twenty-six hundred over here. I'll grab for you guys. All right. I will turn back to Revenge of the Ball so we can watch Ted uh, kick ass. And I will get rid of CC Gaming's logo so everybody can. And while we do this, I'm going to try to get the uh, get this off of get the camera off of my uh, tripod. Uh, and Bobby, I know that while you're doing stuff, you probably can't stop me from saying this, but uh, I would like to mention that I host a show called Dead Pixel Live. It comes on um, Monday through Thursday, uh, 6:30 p.m. on uh, AllGames.com. And not just me; <laughs> I'm also joined by uh, uh, Alpha Box and the lovely Loserly. You, ha- you have who on there with you? Uh, Alpha Box. Alpha Box called in last week. Uh, he's the, one of the other hosts and also loserly, uh, uh, beautiful young woman who keeps me and Alpha Box in check. Alpha Box is the one with the Jasper. The Jasper chipset. I can see this from the bar. All right, so. Well, this is, this is definitely not as an intense process of disassembly of the PS3 mm-hmm. or the Xbox 360. This is the 2600 version with the drain panel on the front. Mm-hmm. Those of you who know anything about the 2600, there was different versions of it, different dip switches. Uh, there was a black version that some people refer to as the Vader. We have controller ports on the back. As well as power, right controller, left controller. This was your RF signal, and this is what's tricky for those today who's trying to get an Atari to hook up to their new style TVs. Is this uh, this does require an adapter, mm-hmm. very similar to the one that we used with the Magnavox, right. but they they do work. This just can't, you know. This isn't the same thing as a video or the audio video like you would normally see the RCA style. 
so it does doesn't need an adapter. On the back side, we've already removed the screws that were here. We're just going to unsnap Bobby, this. I have a quick question. Okay. If, if you were to plug that into a TV, what would it come out as? Would it come out as 480p, 1020i, or? Uh, probably would it 480. It would, it's a 480i signal. Right. I think. Yeah, we did this in honor of Derek and the Revenge of the Ball. Since we've been spotlighting 360s and PS3s, we want to show him. Mm-hmm. So what's, what, it, what are these? So it's basically it's just the... The levers and nothing else? Well, what's going on is, as we showed you before, the, the cable here, your mm-hmm. RF signal cable, mm-hmm. it actually comes in. It's made into the system that the Atari didn't use it where you could plug it in or out like they did the power. We saw that with a couple other systems later. But it, it actually comes in, tucks into the space here, and plugs into an RF uh, module box. Mm-hmm. This is where your signal is taken. This is your cartridge slot. Mm-hmm. You can see it's you know, your different... Which is now this white piece that you see in the back. This is actually, I guess, what we would call the motherboard for the Atari. Let's see if we have all the screws out of it. If not, yeah, we have one in there. But the basic components is you got the, si- the simple switchboard. Mm-hmm. You've got some neoprene pads for to take the squeak out. This is your your main unit. That's what sends the signal, the game, the mm-hmm. pixels, video. Mm-hmm. translates it over here to the RF module box and then sends it to the TV. This is actually a heat sink over here. Mm-hmm. Um, communication between the controller ports pass through here. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, there is definitely not a makeup on this. Right. And so there's no, like, green stuff like I'm used to seeing on other computers? Or no. is that hidden? Well, no, no. It's There is a very, very small uh, piece, as you can see in the top there. But we wouldn't call it a motherboard. Mm-hmm. This piece here that you actually see, right. that's white, this would be that famous green board that you're talking about. It's mm-hmm. it's only green on one side, actually, and, oh, okay. and shows so the traces. See there? Gotcha. It's always going to have its traces. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's where your switches go, and they communicate with the controller ports, which are over here, for your reset, whether it was a black and white. So we have all the... Uh, the functions there. So you had a game reset, game select, the difficulty, which was the same the Magnavox had, left difficulty. So actually, you could handicap a player. Yeah. TV type, whether it was color, black and white, and then mm-hmm. on and off. Now, not all games supported all these, right? Not all, no. Mm-hmm. That is correct. How much memory did this sucker have? It was like a, a 2 megs, 512 megs? These, I don't believe, had storage space on the, uh, you know, we weren't in the stages of passwording or saving the cartridges. You know, they, you were, you was pretty much wide open. Mm-hmm. You, you left it on and turned the TV off and, and told mom you were going to bed on these. Yep. So, conceivably, I could put, like, a 64-meg card in there and it would still be able to run? And still be able to run? No, I think it's like thirty-two. Or it's like thirty-two or sixty-four K is the highest cartridge it can read. Because I know that some like homebrew developers have run into that problem where they're unable to get past. It's kind of like thirty-two uh, bit OS is not being able to see anything more than three and a half megs or three and a half gigs of memory. So we were talking, you, I, he was talking about not storage space, but memory he was memory. Uh, like a cartridge. I got gotcha. you. So you yeah, like memory. 
stored, memory stored on. Now, Channel Z says that it has 128 bytes of memory. There you go. So, thank you, chat. Bytes. Uh, that's, bytes. That's, bytes. Not even, that's not a page of text. That's right. That's Google. That That's right. It's not. And that's why it would, a lot of the... There's a lot of feats that like look very simple on Atari 2600 games, but they're insanely difficult to do, and there's a lot of tricks that people had to do. Oh, we had 279,400 on that run. Whoever was uh, That was Ted. And now Eric's going to be playing it again. So um, we got Tiger Glog talking about the the cassette player with the Atari twenty six hundred. You you're talking about the educator? I guess. Let's see. Yeah. It's probably talking about the educator there which we also have where you can throw the tape in, plug it through the twenty six hundred and it plays that way. Mm-hmm. Well this is basically no no Blu ray disk drives, no hard drives, no GPU failures. No operator errors, really, on the 2600, so you couldn't right. really get blamed for, for breaking this. The only thing I've ever had happen to my uh, 2600 was actually not the 2600. It was the uh, air, the uh, AC adapter. The AC adapter goes out. And, and, uh, so, but, but that's like you go to Radio Shack, and you can buy a new AC adapter right. that works. You just got to get the right voltage and the right connector. True, true. One of the, yeah, one of the biggest problems this had was the power adapter is almost the style of a headphone jack. Yeah. And there's a tab in there that works just like the headphone jack when it... Um, mm-hmm. When it gets wore out, the tab would, would fall, mm-hmm. and it would actually power up when it was about halfway in. <laughs> but this is the 2600. Yep. We have I have a question yet. about the graphics on the 2600. Mm-hmm. Like it looks, I'm looking at it now, and I don't see any, any uh, video chips or anything. How do they actually make it, make this, like, don't you need some kind, don't you need at least one computer chip somewhere? Is the chip hidden? Is that, like the CPU it hidden? It doesn't work off of tubes or anything. This this uh, this is called actually a pot metal casing. If we were to tear this piece apart, that yeah. would be your the pieces and and chips that actually process the graphics. Which now they can put the chip in like a controller. That's right. You you could that chip was so small and and so non sophisticated. That um, yeah, they put them in controllers. You've seen those things at the mall that you can just plug yeah. in for the Intellivision Atari, and then they go straight to the TV. But um, yeah, it's it's the same theory of that. N- now I Could will re- I, I will say this that you know the Jack specific ones, the the original like the the Atari like the twenty six hundred controllers and the first flashback were actually like NES emula- They were like NES style. Right. The flashback two was the first one that was actually the Atari 2600 on a chip. The others were just emulators. The the, the one on the Flashback 2, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I actually had him on my show like three years ago on the Bobby Blackwell show and did a two-part interview with him that went all into how he, you know, lowered it down to one chip. So the Flashback 2 is the one, and actually there's a modification you can do to the Flashback 2 to actually add the cartridge port, and you can actually play Atari 2600 cartridges on the Flashback 2. Uh, and I interrupted Derek. I apologize. So, Derek, what's your question? Dude, it's your show. I'm <laughs> but I'm yeah. trying to be nice. I was going to ask, um, since it's just a chip in there, and now those, I'm pretty sure you can get those chips out of cereal boxes now. I'm bringing the guns to store by one. Could you get a faster chip and kind of like uh, overclock your 2600 and just like replace that chip with a faster version of the same chip? Uh, yeah, yeah, you actually can. Um, we've done some different... 
modifications with uh, the 2600 ROMs, not actually pulling it from a cartridge because we don't have cartridge adapters to be able to transfer that information over to the PC, but you can actually get those ROMs and there are different systems that, that will clock these and overclock them. The uh, Game Park Holdings has a GP2X, which is an open media source handheld device that allows you to do that type of thing and make the adjustments for overclocking, speeding it up, uh, making saves and pause points. So yeah, there's a yeah, there's a, there's a lot to do, um, even with all this that information and data. Does that answer? where you were going or the question you're smart <laughs> now you're pen 15 wants to know if you guys do pc mods uh we haven't really done much with pc now we, we've been pretty much strictly uh console guys console concepts that's it console concepts for those that didn't know what cc gaming was that was that's our original name so let's see who, who do we have playing eric's playing again on uh revenge of the ball here at uh, Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. If you're joining us either on uh, video.fnglive.net or on Ustream or on allgames.com and you're in the Atlanta area, why don't you come up to Roswell to the Computer Arena, computerarena.com. You can join us every Friday night, be a part of our live studio audience. It is absolutely free to come here. You don't have to pay us, um, although we'd like it if you paid us, but we don't have a way for you to pay us right now. Um, Hot girls get an extra free. Yes. Ladies night, Wednesday night. They all, they're all here. The same ones from Wednesday are here, always here on Friday night. Yep. That's right. And right now we are doing a Revenge of the Ball score contest. Uh, whoever has the highest score at the end of uh, in about 25 minutes, then um, they will get some free free time here at the computer arena. CC Cosby Relic suggests the donate button. That might be something we have to uh, look into. I might have to look into that. Some fancy cameras and headsets. and That'd be, that'd be great. Movies. Or I could just pay for what I already had to spend on all there this. There you go. You there know? you go. I, let's see if CC Cosmic Relic will get that, the donate button mm-hmm. into place. Pen15 said he'll donate if we give him a Super Nintendo game. A Super Nintendo game? Yeah. Preferably Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct? <laughs> that one, that, I think that one's out of stock. Uh, we have Mario Paint. Mario Paint. <laughs> and you can make the Killer Instinct theme song in Mario that Paint, we can. right? You can actually draw, he, he draw out the picture. That's right. So you couldn't find Killer Instinct yet, or uh, we're we're, we're kind of taunting Pin right. Fifteen. We might have one back there on the wall. He Maybe. can come down and browse through. I, our I don't selection. know if I want him. He's a stalker. Is he a stalker? I don't, I don't know if I want him down here. It'd be kind of scary. <laughs> that would be so cool if you had a stalker show up there, Bobby. You know you'd love it. Uh-huh. He has one sitting right here. You come out like, dude. That guy's still parked in his car, staring at me when I walk in. Fuck Maybe we should call the. Friday Night Gaming on Skype or one eight 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 fn game one You can call in, ask about Revenge of the Ball, talk with Derek. We're going to keep Derek on for a little bit longer. Um, Pen15 once again asks if they've built something similar to the Sega Nomad, but instead with a Super Nintendo. I will. I guess we'll... Are, are you Ben Heck? That's what he's asking. I mean, oh, you know who Ben Heck yeah, is. Yeah, I know who... Th- that's a are you Ben Heck? No, that's, that's definitely not me. Mm-hmm. The Sega Nomad, for those uh, that don't know, is was the portable Genesis system. Actually, had the same exact cartridge mm-hmm. slot, had controller port, audio or uh, audio video out. Um, not that I know of. Is there a SNES or Super Nintendo handheld? Um, and no, we have not built one. I would like to request that the camera be moved over to the left about two feet. 
There, you happy? It's been moved over to the left. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, it's even worse. There's quite a few cameras in here. Which one was he talking about? Oh, he was talking about that one. Oh, that one. He wanted to. He wanted to see Aaron. A better shot of his his game screen. No, no, he wanted a better shot of Aaron. <laughs> game screen. That's that's a true gamer for you, right there, guys. We we know how proud you are of your baby. See, I'm trying not to block the game screen, so I'm trying to get it so we can get all these camera angles and stuff. I mean, I, and if I, I could just, you know, actually just, like, write all over this and say, see, the balls go this way, and then they go here, and you die, and you, you're, you're upset. That's a really bad frowny face. Bobby's the Madden. I am. We're, we're going to be playing ball. Madden a little bit later. You know that, right? Madden 09. Madden 09. We're going to oh, – I don't know who the two people that are going to be playing, but um, I think they're figuring that out for us, and then, you know, we'll just be surprised. Uh, level 8. I want to say that at the top of the screen in the little inset, there's a quintessential gamer picture of all gamer relationships where the guy is sitting there playing the game all into it. He thinks he's doing the most important thing in the world, and a girl is bored out of her mind, but she has like a, a polite smile because she's happy that he's happy. But another half hour of this, and she's definitely going back to the car. <laughs> she's ready to play is all of it. The demographics have changed nowadays, Derek. There's a lot of girl gamers. She's, she's anxiously waiting to kick his butt at yeah. this game is what it is. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, he, he keeps knocking off the score. He doesn't want us to record a score. So what was the score since we all missed it? Any, anybody see it out there? Here, uh, what I'll do, Derek, is I'll, I'll make her bigger, and then we'll put the, the, the screen... <laughs> Very tiny next door. We'll actually put it over his face. How about that? Ooh, that's even, oh, that's even perfect. It's See, now I can move my post-it note from over his face off of my monitor. <laughs> that is funny. Aaron's been lately our promotions manager here. That's right. I, I do want to say that Aaron has been helping a lot with the show, getting people to come in. Thank you very much for that. And uh, she's she's been hitting the pavement, trying to get all her friends to come out here, and they're like, but it's Friday night. We want to go dancing, and you know, <laughs> but doing a good job. Ah, uh, Left for Dead. They'd rather be shooting bo- zombies than getting assaulted by balls. That's odd because uh, Dead Picks Alive is having a uh, Valentine's Day de- Valentine's Day Massacre, uh, starring Left for Dead, coming up this Valentine's Day, where you can play not only the host of Dead Picks Alive and Left for Dead, but also some of the uh, people in the community. The host of Just Dead Picks. The DeadPicksAlive dot com. Who is that guy? I have no idea who the oh I'm one of the hosts. Okay, so let's see if he's Hello? got his uh, he's got his uh, no he doesn't have his speakers fixed. Uh, Game master, what's on your mind? Um, I thought I had my speakers. Um, I want to know if you guys are on any specific subjects first. Have you been listening? My, my, uh, my, my internet radio just shut down a half hour ago. Just shut down a half hour ago. Yeah, about. It wasn't, Did you not pay the bill? The memory stick got formatted. The memory stick got formatted. He's using the PSP. Gotcha. So, uh, okay, so uh, what's, what, what, what question did you have that doesn't have to do with Revenge of the Ball or Derek H? Um, well, you know how people have been making their own Pandora's batteries? <laughs> yes. I know exactly how. how yes. Well, I, I 
made, I think I made one today. I don't know if I succeeded, but I, I'm trying to figure out how the hell do I downgrade my PSP. Okay, first of all, do you have a soldering iron? Do I have a what? A soldering A soldering? Soldering. Um, yes, but not with one that's tip small enough. Okay, see, that's going to be a problem. You're going to have to uh, kind of create your own. Have you ever seen the TV show MacGyver? <laughs> MacGyver? Yes. No. Oh, this is going to be a lot Do you hard. even know who MacGyver is? Uh, it, it sounds familiar. Have, have you have you ever watched Stargate SG-1, the first eight seasons? Yes. Okay, he's he's Richard, he's Jack O'Neill. That's MacGyver. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, I remember. All right. You're going to need some chewing gum and a paper clip. <laughs> this Take the chewing gum. Uh, now, I re- now I remember who MacGyver is. Yes. All right. Yeah, we're not going to talk They've about do, how to do the Pandora's battery because that's um, not – we talk about the legal mods here. And uh, the Pandora battery is uh, for, for doing things that aren't exactly as, as legal. Am I, am I assuming this correctly? That's correct. Uh, no, it's just to go on YouTube. I don't know if that's legal or not, but... Hello? That's MacGyver right there, so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ringtones for the win. Nah. If what you're trying to do with the Pandora batteries is unbrick your PSP, we could probably help you out with that. If you're trying to do some illegal modding or that kind of thing... Just um. I just want to be um, able to add that um, PSP tube thing. PSP tube? Is that what the YouTube thing? The tube? Yeah, it allows you to watch YouTube, MySpace, all those all those sites. Okay, and well, YouTube that, video. That that's something we'll, we won't cover on the show, but uh, I'm sure that there are forums out there that uh, that can help yeah, you. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to figure out how to just do the magic memory stick in that stuff. Well, Google is a powerful thing. Yeah, you can pick up the Pandora batteries online. Yeah, aren't they? But aren't people being so sued because of it? Probably, it's, uh, probably because it's illegal. Yeah, illegal so, modification. They're only suing people that they can find out who the person actually is. So you only be in trouble. You only be in danger of being sued if you did something like call a radio show online. And then they will be able to track you down and find out who you are. But as long as you don't call up anybody and ask how to do the mod, then you're okay. Right. That's good advice. Oh, great. I'm getting oh, tired of this. Oh, by the way, ec- uh, yes? Bobby. Yes? Sorry about not having Gabriel on. I, it's not me that you got to apologize to. It's Pen15. You should apologize to me because you're echoing like hell. Ay, caramba. So that's why I'm about to hang up on you right now. All right, so I hung up on uh, on Game Master. I stole Derek's line. I'm sorry. Uh, we have Alpha Box. You're on the line. Hello, guys. Alpha Box. He's uh, he's here. We, it's, a, it's a Dead Pixel Live reunion. It's like if Dead Pixel Live was on Friday nights, which they're not. Friday Night Gaming is on Friday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on All Games Radio. Uh, not Dead Pixel Live. It's Friday Night Gaming. FNGLive.net. This is where all the fun is on Friday yes. nights. That's what's going on. Not Dead Pixel Live. It's on Friday Night Gaming. How are you doing, Alpha Box? I'm doing good. First, well, actually, I have a question about my Xbox. But first, I'd just <laughs> like to say, uh, your little measly 300,000 there, Tedekin, I already took it down. Anytime you put up a score, baby, I'm taking it down. Coming for you, Tedekin. 
Yeah. He said he's doing a cover for uh, You're Almost Dead. Just wait till You Will Die. You Will Die. You're Almost Dead. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I be a boss and You, you Will Die? I didn't even know, no. he didn't know what the concept was. He just said the title's You Will Die, and I said, I'm in. <laughs> it's like Snakes on a Plane. So Sam Jackson, he just wanted to be in it because of the name. You Will Die is the Snakes, of plane of, uh, snakes on a Plane of Gaming. I will be happy with that. You know what? I like that. Thank you. I want you to, as a tagline, You Will Die, the Snakes on a Plane of Gaming. Copyright, <laughs> Tedek Incorporated, 2009. Damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. I bought my new Xbox. It's got the HDMI port on the back. Obviously, I want to put hook it up through HDMI, so I did. But then I still have to use my digital audio, which is on the other video dongle thing. Which when I hook it up, dongle. <laughs> yeah, I said dongle. Um, now the video plays through HDMI and the component. Is this bad? Is it bad? Is this taxing my system. To have two video feeds running from it. You're having two video feeds or two audio feeds coming from it? Two video. I'm telling it's running through component and HDMI. I flip over through my TV, it's on both. Just because you have the audio cable? Let's go back. So you've got okay. the you've got the HDMI version of the Xbox three sixty. You have an HDMI cable plugged into okay. the back, but you're also trying to use the optical Ness, hold up. When I traded this in, I got the uh, $200 one, so it didn't come with the uh, HDMI. So I had my own HDMI. So we're but using you're using an HDMI adapter. No. Okay, okay. It's an H- actual HDMI cord, but then I've got the old cord from my old Xbox. I didn't take it out and take it in. So I've still got the one with the uh, component video and optical on it. Right. And that's what I'm using. I never unplugged the component video. So... It's going through component video and HDMI right now. I've got two video feeds coming out of it. So you you have it. You have the original adapter cable and the HDMI yes. cable plugged into the 360 at the same time. Yep. Why? That that was my question. Yes. Well, I just didn't want to get behind the TV. I was too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I still wanted. See, when I traded my old one in, everything was hooked up fine. So, so I just, just plugged unplug it back it, into the new one. Unplug it back. But I want. But, yeah, but, but if it's not a problem, but, I'm not going to get back there. But, now, but, now, here's the question I got. Now, you know, I've never heard this before. Just, just reach around the Xbox well, and sure. unplug it. <laughs> well, then <laughs> I can't use the audio. Oh, okay. Oh, so then you lose the audio. audio. Okay. Okay, so that's the reason why you do it. Well, the question I got, I've never even, I haven't been addressed, seen this problem at all, I'll be honest with you. I haven't, hasn't been something that's come up. The question I got is, the 360 does not auto-detect video inputs like the PS3 does. Right. So if you've got both plugged in, when you are on the HDMI input of your TV, what resolution are you getting out of it? And is it different resolution from the other input channel when you switch back and forth? I'm getting 1080i on both of them. You're getting 1080i on both? Okay. As far as I can tell, yeah. Okay. And that's what you've done in your display settings? I, and it's nice to compare them. I mean, the HDMI is a little bit clear. It's not a huge <laughs> difference. But uh, so you're going to yeah. red ring. I'll just. I know right that's you're why I'm worried. This is yes. this is definitely an interesting question. And what one that? You, you know, are you going to research this? And uh, this is, this would be something we, we'd research. I, I understand that it does have the capability of putting out both signals at the at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from the makeup of the of the adapter and the a port on the back. 
that it doesn't have the ability to switch over uh, from auto detect in a plug. But as far as someone plugging it into two, that's that's interesting. You're going to red ring. Well, I'll honestly, right what now. I did is after I did this, when I first did it for the first weekend, I just took the HDMI out. So I don't have <laughs> HDMI hooked up because I was scared of the red ring. But I was like, I shouldn't be getting two video feeds out of this thing. Yeah, well, the way that it's made, it, it's definitely going to put out two uh, video feeds. I don't, I don't know that you would overheat from having producing both inputs. It'd be almost like a splitter because it's the, the the output jack back there where you plug those two cables into. It's basically just splitting the signal. You could actually put it on probably a different TV and have yeah yeah and be able to well, see both at the same time. Two TVs simulcast. There you go. Like what we're doing here. I'm going to answer, I'm gonna split answer screening. this. I'm going to answer this. So, uh, yeah. Game Master, why are you uh, calling me back? Because you got a big echo. You got a big echo. Um, excuse me? <laughs> okay, we're going to shut that off right we're now. We're all going to jail. <laughs> You're all going to jail right now. <laughs> that wasn't about a Pandora battery this no. time. So, uh, cool. Alpha Box likes to call in with questions to, uh, and answers that he's already... Yeah, he already knows the answer. He already knows. Well, they, I, they I didn't know the answer. I didn't know if it was bad. I thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. Hence me taking one video feed away already. Right. Now, I don't think it's going to... I actually had to order one of those little audio pucks. I had to order <laughs> off eBay, the one that plugs in the, the old video part that's just audio. What I want to know is, did you, check, for it. did you check CC Gaming online before you went to eBay? No. Ouch. You have it just fifteen bucks. Ouch! We 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 had it for five just last week. Ah, owned. <laughs> Never heard such pain in Alpha with, Box's voice. With forty nine ninety nine shipping. Oh, okay. No, I'm we, never I'm mind. Kidding. We have totally, somebody else totally on the kidding. line here. So, uh, Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Jason calling from. Glenn gave me an excuse to call in Colorado. Glenn gave me an excuse to call in Colorado. What is the excuse? What did you do, Glenn? I have no idea. I'm I'm nervous here. Actually, I guess that's kind of Alpha Boxes. Uh, Alpha Boxes gets credit for it, I suppose. Okay, so you're off the hook. Jason did some research is what happened. Alpha Box, why did you give him an excuse to call in? At least he's not driving. Because he was... (laughs) He gave me an excuse to call in because he was too lazy to unplug one plug or the other. Okay, so uh, I was under the impression excuse. that <laughs> I was under the impression that modern consoles, as far as component versus HDMI, would only at the 360 and PS3 would only use one output. I thought if it uh, if you had the component plugged in, you plugged it in an HDMI cable, you told the 360 to use HDMI, it only used HDMI. That's not the case. That's not the case. I'm going to give you the the best possible guess. That I could give you, but based on experience, I, I don't know 100%. Um, when the 360 upgraded to the HDMI port, they always go with the cheapest route. Obviously, it was an upgrade, so they had to invest more money into the to the upgrade. They didn't give the 360 the ability to auto-detect. So when they added the HDMI port to that same block on the motherboard, it, d- it did not have a switching feature back and forth. And that's that's based on on what we see when we do repairs and we we fix the audio video reports and the RFs and HDMI portions of the motherboard. There was nothing there that ever div- switched the signal back and forth. I understand the lack of no auto detection, but it, audio or video detection. I don't know, it just seems 
I, I was going to use an example of like a computer, but that's the stupidest example because how do, how else would everybody do multi monitor setups? Right. Uh, I guess having said that, the follow up question because this is awesome. Uh, one of the things that I've really wanted to be doing lately is to be able to have my uh, have a game playing on the TV, and I want to be able to record in. Uh, just as high quality, if not just a little bit less. So if I can do that with a 360, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you that's should be able to use the capture good. card and do that with the component style. The, right, the video is not exactly auto-detected. Right. If you notice when you go into settings and go to display, it asks you you know, what's the best style signal, what, what, what's the style of your TV, what signal are you using. If you choose something right. wrong, you can actually lose the, the video of your, of your Xbox and be locked out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it does not, you know, will not auto detect what type of TV you're using with either port. You mentioned at the start of all this, you pointed out that the 360 did this unlike the PS3. So th- there's no possibility for me to get this split output on the PS3 of the uh, of component composite cables and HDMI with because P- it will auto detect and use the best possible. Right with a PS3, it's gonna t- it's gonna choose whichever one. Um, it either sees first or whichever one has the stronger signal, and it's going to auto-detect it. And a lot of times you're going to have just audio Man. with no video when you turn the system on. A lot of people run into that and think that their system's got a malfunction when they're switching from TVs. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, if you switch your TV, if you if you carry your PS3 to a friend's house or move it from the living room to the bedroom, and, and I'm sure there's some people listening to this ran into this, you then have audio and no video, and it's just because... The PS3 cannot figure out which signal you want to use. It's stuck kind of in a. That actually happened middle. to me last week. Yeah, happened because, here because I use HDMI at home, but here I don't have a high definition capture card, so we actually run through S video. All the gameplay you see is running through S video. We're not running on a high def TV here. Um, and I plugged it in. And I was like, I forgot how to actually reset the PS3 because it was still sending out over HDMI. Right. Even though I had no HDMI cable plugged in. Holding the power button for what yeah. three seconds or whenever it beeps like for that. the second time, something yeah. like that. That's it. Yeah, I, that, that's probably why I haven't run into that issue because I know that trick. So mm-hmm. I know when I stop using HDMI, I have to start it up that way. Or in my case specifically that I called out, called in about, uh, whenever I've actually wanted to do my captures, I have to start it up holding the power button so that the capture yeah. card, you know, actually gets something. But, but when I plug it in and at home, it says, "Oh, you have an HDMI cable. Would you like me to adjust your settings?" Uh-huh. You don't have to do that yes. trick. Would yeah, you like it to look better? Yes, I would. That's de- that's definitely, I'd say, a feature of the PlayStation. If you are familiar with its uh, with its features. Mm-hmm. So we are five minutes away from uh, calling the end of our Revenge of the Ball tournament and seeing who gets some free game time. I don't know how much game time they they didn't get back to me. Here they're just like, well, we'll comp some come some time on the computer to be announced. Here. To be announced. Yeah, kind of like our Sony prizes that we were going to give out, our prizes from Sony, to be announced. I don't know exactly what they are, but they're like, oh, I'll get you something. Game companies. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're going to be going over to Madden and trying to, uh, we're going to call the game. We're actually going to do a, the call in the entire game, and I, I don't know what settings we need to do for it. I didn't do that much research. So it's not going to be a simulated game, but actually play? No, we're going to actually have two people playing. I, and I think Tay's going to be one of them, and I don't know who the second person here is going to be. I think we got up. D- Derek, did, were you giving throwing out rules at me? Yeah, they have to use fifteen minute quarters, uh, sim style. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have <laughs> the, 
go to we- go to weather.com and find out what the weather is going to be um, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Make make sure that they use the correct playbooks and uh, don't don't do anything where they can switch their team uniforms. To the, I'm using the home colors. No, they have to use the correct uniforms also. He's in the fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't do any of that crappy stuff where they uh, go for it every fourth down. If if the real coach would kick on fourth, then they have to kick on fourth. So you have to basically I don't know predict that the players what will happen Sunday. Yeah, and, because and, I'm, I'm going to be putting some money down on this, and I don't want you guys fucking it up. By <laughs> <laughs> we all know the Steelers and, are going to win. And What's mics and strikes only. You know, you can only throw strikes. Yeah. And wait a minute, wrong game. Sorry. No offside kicks. <laughs> you can't play. It's not like Tech Mobile where we can just run all the way back to the end zone and chunk it and mm-hmm. no more of that. No, I think, honestly, I think what the Madden Challenge rules are like three-minute quarters, I think. Should be for, what are we doing, basic tournament settings or just yeah. basic gameplay settings? Should be about a three-minute quarter. Yeah, because five minutes is a little bit too long. Yeah, keep it simple. I, I think it's like three-minute quarters, everybody's on All-Pro or All-Madden. I can't remember. Yeah, I do don't a know. real-time clock with TV timeouts included. Hey, shut up. Hate you all. We're, we got to be off the yeah. air at 11. We can't. It's got to be quick. <laughs> it's Friday all-night gaming. No. <laughs> well, I must say, I, re- I realized that we were in next-gen gaming when I was at I was at E3 one year, uh, and I, w- I walked across the corner, and on Sega had to, it said Sega football, and it was it was a first 2K football. Yep. And I ran around the corner, and I saw Fantastic. it, and I was like, well, when are they going to start playing a football game? Because they're just playing video of a football game. And I have to wait, waiting for them to switch to the football game. And it took me a few seconds. Like, that is the football game. Oh, my God. I thought it was a TV. That's when I knew we were in next-gen gaming. Because I, I swear it looked j- And you know what? These days, they kind of went away from that. The new Madden, I never looked and said, oh, that's not, that's, that's not a, that's just a game. It, it never, it, it didn't trick me at all. Because they started adding icons and stuff to the bottom of the screen like crazy. But for a while there, it looked just like TV. It was crazy. But and now they're trying to make the TV look like the game, which is a mistake. You know, with the with the camera Cameras on the field, on the, which is honestly on that was the only thing that came out of the XFL. Do you remember the XFL? Vince McMahon's football I league. Do, right? I do. The only thing <laughs> that came out of the XFL that anybody remembers is that camera no, no, on the wires. Right? He hate it, me, and he hate me. Okay, so he mm-hmm. hate me came out of it too. But, yeah, because that was Vince McMahon's thing. Is we're going to put a camera on a wire, and we're going to have it floating over the field. It's going to be so awesome. Everybody's like, what? And now, every, now everybody has that. They should use the uh, coin toss, too, from the XFL. <laughs> that was you know, where the guy, like, broke his legs on the first one they or something. run and basically fight over the yeah. ball. And, like, a guy got, like, injured for life <laughs> in the first game. Awesome. That's how I know it's cool. Yes. Amaze Satsuma says, L.A. Extreme fans represent... <laughs> What about the super puck? Did, did, isn't can't can't you blame video games for the super puck? Which one was that? The super puck was where Fox uh, put like a a chip inside. Oh yeah, see with the trails. Yeah, so you could yeah, see it. Screen. The slap shot trails and the general tracking tracking light and all that. Nutman was like, well, what was that show where it was like basketball with ch- trampolines? I think that was Slam Ball. That's what? still coming. That, that came on. It was slam ball. That's still on. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like acrobatics and everything. Yeah, they, they try to pretend it's a real sport. I'm like, it's like wrestling, isn't it? But no, they pretend like it's a real sport where the guys jump on trampolines and start doing backflips and shit and just slam the 
slam the ball. NMXT says the Arena Football League, which actually they had to shut down this year, the Arena Football League, because of the economy. Um, that was still on. We actually have a team here, the Georgia Force. Uh, and it's actually it's a fun game to go to. I've actually attended, like, I think two Georgia Force uh, matches, and it's actually it's a fun live experience. Uh, and then afterwards, you actually can go on the field and the, you can sign sign autographs. And it was the year that EA Sports was sponsoring, and everybody hated EA at the time. Now we all hate Activision, but at the time, everybody hated EA. <laughs> so I actually have a picture of me kneeling down next to the the EA Sports logo and giving, like, a big thumbs down and acting like I'm about to pee on it and stuff. It was funny. It was funny to me at the time. Did any of you see the uh, – Derek and I watched it. I can't remember the name of it. It was on last yeah. week. There's a Tetris-style game they use real people. It was on TV last week. They sat on, like, a conveyor belt. And these blocks come at them. Did they play Russian they music? Like, <laughs> Damn near they should. It would make it better. That was bubble bath like babes for the NES. <laughs> I'm sad. No, it was there's. I don't know what it is. That wasn't it. Blocks with holes cut out, and you're like on a team against another team, and you have to like make your make the shape to get through the hole of the block. Hole hole in the wall says Shadow Next Gen in chat. Yeah, hole in the wall. I kid you not. I watched about ten That's minutes of it. That's actually what you were talking about. Oh, yeah, and they Holy actually pretended like it was like it was a really a hard game too. Are they going to be able to do it? Come back yeah, after YouTube this. YouTube of Human Tetris. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not clicking on any YouTube links because you want to know why? Because you know what they're going to do if I start clicking on random YouTube links. Yeah, hole in the walls yeah. worth checking out because they. I mean, slam ball was the pinnacle because if this is where they're going after hole slam in ball, the wall is terrible. What are oh. you talking about? <laughs> it's almost it's almost as bad as drifting is. Not quite, but almost as bad as drifting. Hole in the wall took a Japanese sketch comedy show, a five minute segment, and turned it into the latest reality cash prize game. And they tried and to trick you by putting a hot chick in a bustier talking to you. And I'd see her, and I'd be like, oh, okay, okay. And then get back to them, like, what the hell is Pretty hot. So I believe, uh, I think uh, this may be our last game. Is there anybody else who has not played that uh, is interested in, I guess not. Guess not. No, so, it's over. I win. Okay. Well, uh, did, well, no, this one, we got one more person. Once he's done, then we're going to switch to Madden and see if we can find two people that will play Madden. Here on the show. Madden 09. Madden 09. Xbox 360. This is Computer Arena's copy. They are graciously allowing us to use yes, they their are. disc. And I think it's the only one they have, too. But that shows how many people are playing Madden right now here. That's right. Madden's probably going to pick up this weekend with, this, with, this, with, the, with the big game. The big game, that is. You guys should do one Madden and then one Tech Multiple. And then see who comes closest. You want to You want to do what? One Madden game and get the score from that, and then do a Tecmo Bowl game and get the score from that, and see which score comes closest to the real one. You like us pulling the uh, the retro versus the newer stuff, don't you? Atari versus I'm PS3, I'm Madden a 09 versus Tecmo. I like it. I have no originality left in me, but it is working so far. So <laughs> we do have Tecmo Bowl next door. Oh, okay. Yep. Could, I remember playing that. The, they they they're remaking it for the DS, and I played it at E3 last year. And it was funny because it was a it was a build that was they, there was a bug in the build where it showed those cutscenes every single play, so it would every single play it would just switch to a cutscene of the guy leaping and doing a one arm gram. They're like, oh, damn that we have that build here. That wasn't the build we wanted to bring here. I'd like to say that uh, 
Bobby's not going to believe me, but I am the reason that Tecmo Bowl came out for the for the DS. You're right. I don't believe you. Because I had me and B. There's a, a chatter called B. Sherrod. We had a, a short podcast called the Derek and Sherrod Rundown where we did all sports games. And we called up Tecmo one day and just left a about half-hour-long message explaining why all they needed to do was forget about Ninja Gate and just put out Tecmo Bowl and everybody would be happy. Two weeks later, mm-hmm. they announced Tecmo Bowl for the DS. That is documented. That That's fact. That's in the record books. I don't believe you. It's a, it, it's a good idea. And then, then it wind up not being too well at E3. That's not my fault. I'm not a program. Are you going to E3, Derek? Yes, I am. You are going to E3. Cool. I'm almost. I'm like ninety percent sure. Sweet. Because and I mean, then now you can close down another convention. There was, okay. Did you know that Derek is the reason E for All doesn't exist anymore? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. He was there, and now there's no more E for All. It's I was Derek's there fault. Too. Derek and Ted in the same room, but I think Derek alone could have done it. What was going well, I on? Did, Derek? I did. I had a marquee guy there, and I did kind of incite a felony against him. Is that when the YouTube video was shot? Of you in your underwear? Oh, no, that's way before. Although there is image of me in a compromising situation from there, but I will not get we, into that. We will that. not get into that here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm thinking, I'm, I, I was thinking with, with a, a certain other unnamed person about them trying to convince that person to do a road trip to, uh, mm-hmm. to E3, and we were going to go down and pick up you, Bobby. We were going to say, we could swing down and pick up Bobby. And we could all drive to E3 together. I, I, I would love to, but I actually have to be back here Friday night on that. So Wasn't that uh, that was Scott Rubin's idea for you and me for E for All? He wanted us to drive across the country in a Winnebago. Yeah, he was going to rent. Yeah, and well, you were afraid to sit in a car with me or something. Well, I was afraid that Scott saying sense. he was going to rent a Winnebago was going to end up being me going down and renting Winnebago. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to pick up uh, Bisharad, Sub-Z, Gilio, all the people along the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Scott picking up the tab would have been Scott saying he'll pay me back for picking up the tab. Well, yeah, we would have shown up and Scott would have disavowed. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You, you guys actually did it? Wow. You guys That's actually pretty- did that. I was just talking. So anyway, Derek's the reason he for all is gone. It's all his fault. I'm going to blame is him for it. Is that necessarily a bad thing? Well, now everybody's going to be going to either E3 or PAX. Now, are you going to PAX, Derek? No, I have no desire whatsoever to go to Seattle. Because that's where, that's where all of us were. That's where the rest of All Games Radio was. I think I'm going to PAX Boston. Okay. PAX but that's only because I'm going to uh, meet Pandalicious from Electric Sisterhood, mm-hmm. which, I will be on, uh, which I will be appearing on Monday at 8.30 on the All Games Radio. Oh, night. you mean she lived to the restraining order? Yeah, well, I had to, I kind of had to badger her into letting me on the show. Mm-hmm. But she's in love with me. She knows. Okay, she knows. so uh, I guess our tournament is over. We're not going to be doing any more Revenge of the Ball. So I'm going to load up uh, our spreadsheet here, and I'm going to sort. Great game, Derek. Thank you. Everybody uh, Everybody, give, uh, give a hand to Derek for playing it, making it. Available on Xbox 360's Community Games. Yes, bring, bring games two hundred points. Two hundred points. And bring me the controller back so I can set things up for you. Um, so the uh, winner, the top scorer of the entire night, was Tedekin on his second attempt. Woo! Got three hundred seven thousand eight hundred points. Does he win a kiss from Aaron? 
Do I want to kiss Marin? Is right there, little one. Does he want, isn't that isn't that one of the prizes? I'm trying to hook you up, Ted. Come on, I'm cute. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> he won't rape you. Um, I won't rape you. And second place was Tedekin on his third attempt, two hundred seventy-nine thousand eight hundred points. And third place was Eric on both his first and second attempts at two hundred seventy-seven thousand points, which isn't. Re- I guess they stopped keeping track. Rounded up. You're not supposed to round up a hardcore game like this. Every point matters. Am I right, Derek? Every point matters? Games don't have scores anymore. Yeah. So this is hardcore. It, it, it goes up by 25-point increments, so rounding up can be the difference in, in winning and losing. And, and victory and defeat. Eric should get dumped by his girlfriend for cheating like that. <laughs> I have Derek H's phone number, by the way. I'll be happy to give it to you. And he's she, said, she said, okay, Derek. Can yes, I give her your number? Yes, it happens yes, to be yes, 911 That's it. It's 213-911-6574. I thought you were giving out Isabella's phone number for a second there. I was like, whoa. You son of a bitch. <laughs> So we're uh, actually, uh, we do have two people that are going to be playing. One of them is actually out having a, a smoky treat right now. But we are going to be playing Madden NFL 09. And I'm going to actually hang up on everybody on the phone. I want to thank you guys for calling in and being a part of the show. Thanks uh, a lot, bud. No, Jason, no. Derek, and Alphabox, thank you very much for calling in and making the shows interesting. And uh, Revenge of the Ball is on Xbox Live Arcade, uh, Xbox Live Community Games on the Marketplace right now. 200 Microsoft points. You have no reason not to buy it. Thanks oh, so much, guys. I, f- I forgot one more thing. I, I, I did say it. Um, Monday through Monday through Thursday. I and uh, so now I'm going to sh- hang up on this call right now. So, um, <laughs> so we're going to be playing Madden, and we're going to be playing as the two teams. I am actually going to um, try to set this up from over here. I like wireless controllers. Wireless are good. This is great. And attention, everyone. And I did actually download the new rosters. I figured out how to download the roster. They don't make it. Easy, and yeah, I'm going to skip your s- silly Madden test. Um, yeah, I figured out how to download. If you need to download the rosters in Madden NFL 09, you actually have to go play somebody online to go get them. Uh, so let's see here. So uh, I think Tay, Tay is going to be playing one of the two. And uh, I, which one? Which team are you going to be playing as? Okay, so he's going to be Arizona, and the other person which... And uh, come on up, step out to the mic. We're going to have the other person here. And uh, state your name and where you're from. I'm Zach. I'm from Roswell. And uh, I guess you're going to be playing as Pittsburgh because you already called the Cardinals. That's fine. The quarter was slipped. <laughs> so, um, excellent. So I'm going to go ahead and try to set this up. And um, now watch this, Glenn. This is, I, f- I figured this out, which nobody here, uh, uh, here is going to be able to appreciate. But look at that. We can nice. actually see now. See what's going on. We can actually see. So I'm going to try to, let's see. We can be a part of the show. Yeah, we can. Ah, it says, I don't want to be the Falcons. Okay, and I know that Arizona is the uh, home team, so I'm going to have to choose them. And Just close your eyes and you can see the screen. Oh man, this is great. 
Okay. Getting the team set up. So we're going to be using game settings of what, three minutes? Uh, yeah, I think I said it. No, I did not set it for three minutes. That's right. Three minutes. There three we go. Three minutes. All Madden, which is what people are used to, I guess. That's right. Standard. We're going to do matching uniforms, home. Uh, no, they, I think they, because Arizona's the home team. Are they? So they, they get the home uniforms. Yep. Okay. Here are the two controllers. Well, I mean, you called the Cardinals. I don't know which one that is. Let's see. The Cardinals are. That's the Cardinals. It's you. All right, there you go. So, uh, people in chat can uh, now. Now, I want to know what is the Madden? What are like how much? How much have you guys played Madden before? Uh, I'd have to say every two days. Every two days. What about you? I had it for like a couple weeks, and then I sold it for NHL 09. All right, so uh, <laughs> that means that uh, we already know the winner. All right. We're playing Madden NFL 09. Um, no items, final destination. That's the, that, those are the rules that we're going to be. No. That's it. And people can only be Fox. No special characters. Right. And please don't go against Derek, which, what Derek H has. No Ken or Ryu. Mm-hmm. We are in Tampa Bay. Um, there, there is in the Buccaneers Stadium because they didn't give us the uh, the ability to actually choose the stadium for the big game that we cannot say. And uh, so now we get to be football commentators here. Commentators for football. Yeah. Because the one of the original ideas was that we were going to actually do a, a tournament and then we were going to call the tournament, and we just never could find enough Soul Calibur four players that wanted to play. So um, here we are. We're going to be doing a three-minute quarters, all Madden on both, and uh, the roster updates, uh, the recent roster updates. So Looks like we got it sponsored by Friday Night Gaming there in the that's upper right. left-hand corner. Well, we got to let people know that. that brought you to know, you by. Yeah. Madden football brought to you by. Madden football. And so, uh, Sprint, is it? No. <laughs> I don't even know the names of people. We're yeah, on the play. No rewinds. And uh, everybody can ask Madden on their place. No. <laughs> so, people in chat, if you want to have a, you know, just throw out, you know, who you want, uh, think should win or who you're rooting for on Sunday. PKJR92 in chat says that I should take a 10-minute run and then come back, and then I'll sound like Madden. Boom! <laughs> he just stuck his hand up and whapped it down. <laughs> we can draw all over the screen. That's so right. I, I know can. where the ball is. I can actually do I can. true Madden style. I, I can actually do that. I, I got my doodler. I can do there this. There you go. Here's where it's going. It's right here. <laughs> this is the football field. So um, these are the people... <laughs> and they're going to want to go this way and that way, and they want to get in here. I am. There you go. So um, now what they're doing here is they're calling the plays, and um, <laughs> they're happy about the plays that they choose. Excellent. 
You guys need some big, like, feather-down coats to put on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, according according to the in-game announcers, the defenses are in the nickel, and we're checking out our uh, the entire length of the field because we're on a standard def TV, so you can't see the entire field. And uh, oh, yeah, interception! Intercepted, and he's going out. He's running. He's running. Oh. And he's down. So uh, the first turnover, because turnovers kill you. You know, you can't win a game turning the ball over like that. Here's the replay. Oh, and there goes the replay. Like our main players of the game is the A button, the X button, and the yes. Y button. Yeah, those are the MVPs and stars yes. of this game. Exactly. <laughs> and the analog stick, the, analog the hit stick. stick, the hit stick, the hit stick. stick. That, that is right. Quick. Looks like LB. Mm-hmm. LB is yeah. Oh, it was blocked down by the X button. Yeah, he just stuck his hand up and whapped it down. <laughs> he whapped it. He whapped it down. That's madness. Boom. Seven says we need some awesome commercials. Well, uh, you know, might I suggest uh, for an awesome commercial, CC Gaming. CCGamingOnline.com is uh, bringing you this. <laughs> Brought to you by. Yep. Dead Pixel Live, Monday through. No, Monday. no, I'm going to shut down your, you know, your mic's off now. No, your mic's off now. It show's been canceled. <laughs> So uh, the score is still 0-0. Zero, zero. The X player has injured the Y player. That's right. <laughs> We're doing awesome for the podcast, folks. Basically, we've had one turnover, and now uh, Arizona is driving. They are on the uh, the Pittsburgh 47-yard line. It's third and seven. I, I, I keep forgetting we have like a radio audience that can't see what we're doing and can't see all. Oh, and there's another interception. And oh. So there was another interception, so now Pittsburgh has the ball back, and I am telestrating on the screen exactly what Arizona thinks of that. <laughs> There's a tear right there. <laughs> Honestly, I'd watch more football if that's how the commentary really was. <laughs> so Pittsburgh now has the ball right at midfield, and they're, uh, they're doing a running play. <laughs> and uh, he's running. Oh, and he's got, he's got a first down, and he's going to be dragged he's down. back. So uh, let's see, Ted, Ted. Do you take which square? Do you take? I'll take uh, top right O. Top right O. Uh, let's see. I'm going to be uh, right here. Which yeah, one? See, I and suck. bottom okay, middle. Top left O. <laughs> top left O. And then uh, <laughs> let's see what. Okay. Oh, I already lost. <laughs> no, you did. You won. I saw you blew it. So uh, there was another. Uh, I think that was. Uh, now it's a uh, second and seven. That was a short short gain there. Or second and two, I think. The seven and the two look the same on the screen that we're using. Uh, he's going to try to do another running play, and he's good for a first down. Pittsburgh driving down to the end zone. The blue guy wants Ted to draw a picture over the game. I'm not going to let him. It's my mouse. If you had a, if you had a uh, graphics tablet, I would boggle your mind. Yeah, but we don't. We have a mouse. An Etch-a-Sketch? You need an Etch-a-Sketch? And he's, gonna, he's running right up the middle. Oh, and he was stopped right at the first. Oh, it's going to be second and inches. So they are on the Arizona 16-yard line driving. Pittsburgh, they're in the red zone. What's the record this year in the red zone? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody wants to know what the record is in, in the red zone? Here, like, Come on, statistics? No. Crazy. 
What do you think we are, CBS or NBC? Is that oh, he's running for the and he's uh, inside the five yard line. So Pittsburgh driving fifty one yards. They've got they're driving. Yeah, this uh, current drive has gone fifty one yards in seven attempts. Ah, okay. Uh, Britt, uh, Britt uh, out in the audience is uh, starting to do commentary for us. Throws the statistics out. He's got the statistics. He must do fantasy football. Uh, and it's another running play right oh. up the middle, and it's a touchdown. Oh. And he jumps over and uh, and he un- unlocked the achievement, the slam, the slam dunk, dunk all star, which uh, appeared right there, is where the achievement, and it had a little lock on it. I'm going to draw the lock so you can see. <laughs> How many points was that good for? Uh, that was Bobby? good for 30 points. Not the 30 achievement, points. not the actual touchdown. The, the achievement was 30 points, and the extra point was good. It is now Pittsburgh 7 and uh, Arizona nothing. Uh, and uh, Aaron asked, is slam dunk in the wrong sport? No, Madden, you can slam dunk. Aaron is now no longer allowed to watch the football game. And Pittsburgh is now kicking it off. We have seven seconds remaining in the first quarter, and uh, Arizona is going to take it in their own end zone and bring it out. And he is crossing the oh, he blocked tackle, and then he is down to the thirty-yard line. So uh, we have one more play left here in the first quarter. Two seconds left. Arizona's uh, at their thirty thirty-something <laughs> yard line because the the pixelation is pretty bad on this. Thirty-yard line. First down at the thirty-yard. Yep. Okay, and uh, he's going to try to pass it. He's passing he it to the next guy. Oh, he got sacked. Or, well, I don't know. Was that a sack because it was outside of the pocket? Uh, but he was uh, tackled for a loss. And that ends the first quarter with the score. Pittsburgh 7, Arizona nothing. Pitts- Arizona only had negative two total yards for the entire first quarter. Very good there. I mean, very bad. Home team ring and it's showing a, and actually there there's an ad I think it was a McDonald's ad that was kind of weird. <laughs> um, so uh, we're now beginning the second quarter, second and something, fifteen I think. And oh, is he? Oh, he was sacked again, way behind the uh, yard line. Pittsburgh just taking it to Arizona's offense. Pittsburgh ran the ball. Air, uh, Arizona's trying to put the ball in the air, and the, the thing is, you got to get actually get the ball in the air first. Yeah, throw it. Yeah, you got you got to throw it. Before you can actually get it in the air, and then you got to stop them from sticking their hand up and whapping it down. Boom! Boom goes the dynamite. So now he's back and he's trying to, and he puts it screen pass, and then uh, it's taken down uh, well short of the first down marker. So now it's fourth and seventeen, and so I they're going to they have to punt for it. it. Fourth and seventeen. Well, yeah, fourth and seventeen. They should probably go for probably it. Yeah, if you it. were if you were a Madden jerk online, you would go for it, but. In this, he's actually going, and he didn't even fake it, and he punted it a little bit to the left, and it rolls out of bounds. So uh, it's Pittsburgh uh, has the ball at their own 47-yard line with uh, two minutes, 11 seconds remaining in the first half. We're almost down to the two-minute warning. PKJR92 says the yellow guy drags down the red guy and falls onto the other yellow guy. And, fall, and falls onto the green stuff. Right. So uh, Pittsburgh doing their running again, and he almost gets it to the first down marker. The first down marker was here, and he was here, and, uh, and and then he he you know, now he's like got blood spurting out and everything. It's like somebody's writing our sponsorships, the FNG Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
CC Cosmic Relics says the FNG Bowl is brought to you tonight by FNG Gaming Live, which Friday Night Gaming Gaming Live, <laughs> and CC Gaming. Tune in for all your gaming repairs and news. Pittsburgh running it to the left and crosses the first down marker and is just taken down. Short short yardage, uh, but uh, gets gets the first down. With uh, one minute, 49 seconds left in the first half, Pittsburgh once again driving. They're on the Arizona 43-yard line. 45, excuse me, which is right here. That is the 45-yard line, just in case you wanted to know. Uh, and uh, he stopped for a loss. They finally figured out that you know he's gonna, just going to run it up the middle, so you just got to stack up the middle of the line there. So, uh, wow, yard negative four yards for Arizona. Pittsburgh has uh, 67 yards here in the first half. We're almost down to the one-minute mark. And uh, now Pittsburgh's going to try to air it out, and he does. He throws it out, and it's almost intercepted, broken up. He threw it right into double coverage. Uh, so, But that stops the clock, so he can try to run up the score here in the first, ha- first half. The FNG Bowl. That's right. The FNG, we can actually say the words F and G Bowl here. F and G Bowl. We can't say the other word, the I'm S word. We call it the Super Happy Fun Bowl. The Super Happy Fun Bowl. Super Happy Fun Time Show, also here on All Game Show. He's running to the right and is stopped behind the line of scrimmage. So, uh, short loss there. Now it's fourth and 10, uh, and he is on the 40 something yard line, and I think he's going to punt it. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's. No, he's not doing a field goal. So, he's punting it back with 54 seconds left, goes right into the end zone. Arizona is now taking it out to the oh, and he's dragged down at the nine yard line. Should have should have taken a knee in the end zone. <laughs> Super happy fun time show Monday nights here on All Games Radio. They, they do a new show on the weekends. Kropotkin, Hendricks, Bloodshot are the three hosts, <laughs> and then you have the Jaded Gamer GK128 words about games with Digital Firefly. It's a great show. I inadvertently pulled a plug into it, by the way. And uh, Arizona tries to run it, tries to pull a Pittsburgh, and gets only about, like, maybe three or four yards. 40 seconds left in the first half. The score is Pittsburgh 7, Arizona 0. We're playing Madden NFL 09 here at the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. We're trying to uh, see who's going to win the big game this Sunday. And right now, Pittsburgh is winning the big game. And this is foolproof. This is certain. This is absolutely certain. Triple coverage, and it's knocked down. That's why they're on defense and not on offense, because they can't catch the ball. If they could catch the ball, they would be a wide receiver, but they're on defense. I'd like to say the F&G Bowl has been 100% accurate. It's never failed up That's right. Now, and Place it is, of course, bets. the first time we were doing it. Right. We don't need to mention that. So it has never failed. It has never failed us. Okay, Arizona back to pass, and he is sacked! Behind the line, yes, and he is clapping. That guy is clapping right there because he <laughs> did the sack. <laughs> He's going back to B to talk to X about yes. wise behavior. That's right. They're gonna and then, R- and and then RB and RT are going to just go have a, have a party on the sideline. Fourth and 16. And he's going to go for it, and but that's the end of the half. That is uh, halftime, and I actually want to, before we go on to the second half, I want both coaches to come up to the mic and no, uh, dude, t- no, give no, we us. Got, we got Bruce and the East Street Band coming up. Yes, we, we've got a. It's now time for the halftime report. report. That's right. So we uh, come on up. But I do want people to come, uh, the both coaches to come up and say what they're going to change in the second half before they go to the next thing. So um, I'm going to switch over to that source so people can actually, actually, here's what you guys can see. 
Okay. We need that locker room speech, Hal. Okay, so playing, uh, you are – which team were you? Which <laughs> trying to hold it down for the Cardinals. Okay, so what's, what, what, what do you need to change in coming into the second half here? Well, coming in to the second half, I'm, I'm really going to just try and get get to that first down line. That, that's going to uh-huh. be my, my main thing. Because you need to do that, the first down line. That's kind of key. And once I feel like I'm far enough – I'll I'll take I'll take a field goal if if, if at mm-hmm. all possible. All right, let the ball leave your leave your hands. Just get that first down or get that first yard. You know I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Baby steps, baby steps. How often do you play, Ben? Well, I haven't played coach. in two weeks. I normally play against my brothers. Ah, okay. So let's bring the other coach. So uh, you know you're you're winning. Is there anything you're going to change coming in the second half, or, or? Um, the running game's working? I guess yeah. we just got to work on the passing game. His mm-hmm. defense is good, so yeah. You sticking your hand up and whapping it down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> Tough acting to acting. Tough acting to acting. So uh, we're going to go back now. The second half of the FNG Band. Bowl. Yeah, that great. The Street Band was amazing. Bruce still right. looks fantastic. All you that turned over to the lingerie bowl on pay-per-view, I hate you. <laughs> you know, I was actually in a Super Bowl halftime show. We'll get into that in a little in a little bit here. Does it have to do with lingerie? No. Unfortunately, it didn't. And actually, it's an actual true story, too. I actually was in a Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, so Arizona is running it right down the center of the field after returning the kickoff, and they make it to about the 30-yard line. PKJR92 in our chat room, chat.allgames.com, says we're going to have more button mashing in the second half. And VXJ6V says the lingerie bowl got canceled this year. No, oh, that, that was the involvement that Bobby had. Yeah, that's all my button fault. Whapping. Yeah. But <laughs> button whapping. Button whapping. It's called listening with madness. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Boom. Okay, so first and ten on the Arizona thirty-something yard line. Arizona is uh, trying to add or try, trying to actually score, trying to get to the first ten. What are they doing? Was there a penalty? Nope. Oh, delay game. Wrong direction. Beep. Beep. Need to make the truck noises in here. Beep. Beep. When I was in marching band in college, we would do that any time like the other team would get a penalty. But see, I went to Georgia, and Georgia's the one that's been getting the penalties all this past year. Anybody who follows college football. Uh, Arizona sacked behind the line after uh, taking that delay of game. They're not helping themselves. First down marker is ahead of you, not behind you. In fact, yeah. I'll even draw it on the screen. The first down marker is actually way over here, not back here. <laughs> this is no. That's happy. And he throws it, and it's almost intercepted. That was almost a big frowny face with a tear. PKJR is actually looking at the crotch of the referees. He said it was ginormous, and um, I don't know what to say to that. So we're going to get back to the game. Arizona here, third and 15, going back to pass, and he's letting it go. It's like quadruple coverage, and it's intercepted. And it's intercepted. He's, he might actually make it all the way to the end zone. He might. No. Oh, oh, no way. Oh, and, and they, then they pulled a Peter Moore and hit the guide button. 13-0, spikes the ball right there. He spiked it, and the ball went that way. <laughs> Can I run the cursor for a while? No. Oh. <laughs> Damn. I was about to make the show real lively. <laughs> so uh, we're now going for the extra point. Point attempt is good. 14-0, Pittsburgh 
with 2 minutes 17 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Shadow Nixon asks, where's the flag for unnecessary demonstration that is only in college? In the NFL, you can be as uh, lame as you want when you, when you celebrate. So uh, Pittsburgh is now kicking it off to Arizona, who is going to let the ball drop. He buffed it, and now he's trying to go forward. And, and he, he runs, runs into the, into the one guy. guy. <laughs> runs, runs into, into the, the one, one guy. guy. Like, there was nobody here and nobody here, but there was a guy here. So which way do you go? You go right there. <laughs> this reminds me of a story. One time I had a and then you go radio-controlled plane. I flew it into the one tree in the entire field. <laughs> it happened. So Arizona is uh, going back to pass, throwing to nobody. Incomplete. It was like there was a ball. He threw it here, and there was a guy right here. And he's like, my hands don't go long enough. And then he cried. See, there's the tear. <laughs> Madden beware. (laughs) Nutman wants me to draw some more elaborate smiley faces, which I will do uh, later. Yeah, he's one of our chatters. Nutman is one of our chatters, along with Pen15. Oh, no, he was sacked behind the line. I guess uh, talking about nuts and Pen15s distracted our players. So third and 13 on uh, the Arizona 16. Arizona once again going in the wrong direction. And he's running backwards. And he gets <laughs> You're supposed to go He got that held back way. like yeah. dead in school. Oh, now it's fourth down. There's only two way ways to back. go. You picked the wrong one. He's 50-50. So I don't, I don't know. Is he going for it or uh, – no, okay, the defense is picking their play on how they want to play for it. I don't know. They're going to go for it on 4th wow. and 27. Look at this, 4th and 27 on their own 7-yard line. They're just giving up. That's what it is. And uh, he's oh, and he's going to – and that's it. So, uh, whoa. Oh, and he do the rewind? Okay. Someone did a rewind. So now we get to watch this uh, shenanigans again. <laughs> Something needs to happen. There we go. Oh, was that a safety? Did it? Oh no. Okay, but it's first and goal on the one yard line for Pittsburgh. Do you think they're going to score? What do you think, Len? This is this is definitely. Definitely a score. Do you this think is this is going to be a score? So I think we're going to go up. What are we going to go for? A two or three point? Uh, no. Well, they first he's going to get. Oh, and he makes a touchdown, he Pittsburgh. And he broke a tackle to get in there. And look at him. He's showboating. <laughs> and uh, he threw the ball behind him. And that should be a penalty. He's so happy. Look at that. No tears. No tears. No tears. Is that a grill? Yeah. Bling bling. He's got the bling bling. And, uh, he needs ears, so we're going to put some ears on him. One ear is bigger than the other, just like Obama's. And uh, oh, oh, boo. <laughs> Bobby, so, you, you must hate change and hope. Okay, so Arizona is uh, trying to change their fortunes Speaking and going right up front, <laughs> and uh, they make it almost to the 30-yard line, which is about how far they're going to make it. Do you think Arizona's going to get a first down on this one? Can they get across the 50? Well, no, well, they got to get a first down before they get across the 50. Baby steps here, Britt. Baby steps. 
What's the score anyway? I haven't been really paying attention. The score right now is Pittsburgh twenty-one, Arizona zero, oh. and we are almost over one predicted. minute left in the third quarter. And uh, Arizona is taken down behind the line. They're trying to run it up the. They're trying to to feed off of Pittsburgh and their running attack, their rushing attack, which has worked for them really well. Second nine to go on the twenty-eight. At least they're, they're under ten yards. They make they gained a yard. Um, so now they're trying to throw it, and they throw it, and he runs backwards. As oh, but he broke a tackle. He almost made it to the first yard, the, the first down line. Almost made it. Third and three. He's got three yards to go. The last yards are always the hardest. So Arizona trying to get their first first down of the game, I believe, and he's going to throw it up. And oh, this he could be it. it. And he's right oh. there, and he's got the Gears of War camera angle. And it's a touchdown for Arizona with 10 seconds left. The Gears of War camera <laughs> angle was brought out as he ran down the side. It was a wide open ca- throw. Oh, they're not going to let us watch the replay. Um, that was amazing. Uh, congratulations to Arizona. Not only did they get the first down, they found the end zone. They did. They did. So uh, now we're going to go for the extra point. And he misses the extra point wide left. Wide left. John Madden is somewhere sweating. He's yeah, somewhere something. Here's the ball, happening. and you're actually supposed to get the ball in here, in between. But but he actually get the ball over here, and it went like this. That, and that's the first time I've ever seen a extra point missed. Oh no, I've seen it. Not I've seen blocked, it. Yeah, just missed. Yeah, I mean, there, there are people. I mean, especially if it's really windy. Even though we've set it to clear, so Pittsburgh. I wonder how they're going to answer. They're going right up, and is all. Oh, he drugged the guy with him. Almost made it to midfield. Shadow Next Gen says, Bobby picks someone who doesn't know how to play to represent Arizona. Hey, I let the arena staff <laughs> choose the two people. Pittsburgh trying their running attack, and he got stopped behind the line. Nutman says, that needs a frowny face, so I'm going to make. <laughs> we, need, we need to bring some more colors into this besides yellow. You have a whole palette down there. Let's get some, uh, yeah, clout, the Joker. <laughs> Why so serious? I believe in Harvey Dent. Why so serious? Uh, Mesa Tsuma wants to know why there's no onside kick. Uh, but up oh, and uh, he's trying to Pittsburgh trying to run to the right, and he doesn't make it. He doesn't get anywhere. Third down and thirteen on Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh on their own forty-three yard line. So Pittsburgh trying to uh, add to their lead now that Arizona has figured out where the end zone is. <laughs> Calls an audible. Everybody's moving all at once. <laughs> and uh, look to the right, look to the left. Now you can cross the street. There's no cars coming. And, and he's uh, really throws down to the end zone. He gets it. He's in triple coverage and still pulls it down. Check it that out. Oh, yeah, he's happy. The head was banging. <laughs> The head thing was going forward and back and forward and back and forward and back and forward and back. And forward and back. Ace is the place. Ace is the place. So uh, Pittsburgh first and 10 on Arizona's 42. He's going to run to the right, and uh, he broke tag. Oh, and he dropped the ball behind him, but I guess it was not a fumble. I guess he was down by contact. The, the ground cannot cause a fumble. I've learned that from commentators. And you can stick your hand up and whap it down. Madden taught me that. Many times in every game. Every time I would make a pass, he would talk about how, yeah. It was whapped down. Yeah, it was whapped down. He just stuck his hand up and whapped it down. 
Pittsburgh running to the right, running to the left. Shake, 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 doing the hokey pokey and not making a first down. So it is now third and four on the Arizona 34, 30-something yard line. Might be 34, 36, I don't know. Um So uh, Pittsburgh here, third and four, looking to the left, looking to the right. No cars are coming, so you can cross the road. And he fakes it and then throws it out into triple coverage. And Arizona's defenders showing why they're on defense. They stuck their hand up and whapped it down, but they could have caught that. Give me an A. (laughs) Double P. (laughs) I-N. Wapping. W-A-P-P-I-N. Vapping. And they tr- trying for a long field goal. And it's uh, intercepted. It's, oh, no. No, right. actually, I think it was just oh, a punt. I wasn't even paying attention. But it was punted into the end zone, and he makes it to the 25, so at least this time he didn't. I, I got distracted. Yeah. So, uh, minute 27 left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Arizona has the ball. The score is Pittsburgh 21. Arizona 6 here in the FNG Bowl, brought to you by, uh, by Bobby Blackwolf. Arizona's throwing it, and he actually catches it past the first down marker. Oh, and he's taken down at the 45-yard line. Arizona finally found out in the last quarter how to go past the first down marker. So uh, Arizona first and 10 on their on the uh, their own 46. They're almost making it to midfield. Faked it again, and he gets sacked. The defense was not fooled once again. Sacked him way behind the line. Second and 18, uh, second and 18 to go. 57 seconds left here in the FNG Bowl. And uh, Pittsburgh still leading 21-6. to And Tiger Claw is uh, saying, I'm surprised they're not using any of their timeouts. I think they just want this to end, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I know. We got, we, got a, we got a time limit. This is only yeah, I know. 15 more minutes. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, Arizona thrown to the left, almost intercepted by Pittsburgh, but uh, not. <laughs> not intercepted. But they did whap it down. <laughs> whap, whap, whap. They, they whapped it down out of bounds, which was a double whap. Whap, yeah. And then the ground whapped it right back up, but it already touched the ground. Triple whap. Somebody so uh, Arizona faked it again, passing to the right into double coverage, oh, and oh, he's right out line. of his hands, in and out of his hands. You're supposed to hold on to the ball, Mister Forty Five. There, <laughs> Mister A button. Thirty two seconds left here in the game. Pittsburgh twenty one, Arizona six. Do you think Arizona's going to pull it out in the last couple seconds here? That's I mean, they can make a quick score. Good. Make a quick score. Onside kick. Go! Oh, and it was intercepted it by Pittsburgh. And he was dropped down, tried to air it out. Pittsburgh has the ball back. 27 seconds left. I think that is the game right there. Let's see if uh, Pittsburgh is going to try to run the score up or if they're going to kneel and uh, run the clock down. And, uh, oh, he's going to get sacked behind the line. They were going to try to run the score up. And uh, now they got 15, uh, 18 seconds left. Not 15. That was a 19. He's rushing the plays. Everybody's rushing up to the line because they just can't let the score just stay 21-6. to Running right up and uh, breaks a tackle, but uh, then gets taken down behind the line of scrimmage. Three seconds left. I think this is going to be it. Oh, he took a timeout. Stopped. There's the timeout. Arizona <laughs> wanting this. Tiger Claw. Way to go. Arizona wanting this to. Uh, I'm at the 45. I couldn't, I couldn't even make it from the 34. 
Okay, so, uh, whoa, there's a guy offside. <laughs> An Arizona guy. He was offside. Yes, he watched this. He's got to see up. See, he's that on that referee. <laughs> Arizona's like, I'm not waiting for the ball to stamp. I'm just going to go behind the line and hit the guy. So, third and four. And uh, somebody's audibling, apparently, because that's what the guy on the TV said. And obviously, the t- guy on the TV knows more than I do. <laughs> and so, uh, Pittsburgh, this is going to be the final pass. Straight own. Oh, he's got him. He's going to be on. Oh, stop at the two-yard line. That is the end of the game. Pittsburgh, 21. Arizona, 6. Arizona actually got more pass yards, 62 pass yards, thanks to that touchdown pass. But uh, that is it. The sprint postgame report is that uh, – Pittsburgh is going to win this Sunday, twenty-one to six on the big day. The big on game. the big day on the big game. Steelers win the big right game party there. here on Sunday. That's right. Um, they they are doing a big game party here, aren't they? They are. So uh, why don't you tell us about uh, this big game party that they're doing here? What, what's 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 part of this? I guess we're gonna have since we can't say you, it's, it's you the, can't it's say the super fun. Bowl the game. smiley bowl. The smiley mm-hmm. bowl game is going to be here Sunday. Mm-hmm. Discounted beer and wine prices. So I want the winning coach up here. Man for anybody wants to play. Nice, nice. I, I, they keep throwing some stuff out. Okay, so I have a question for you. You have just won our fake. Let me get the camera on you here. You have just won our fake, uh, fake FNG bowl. What are you going to do now? I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> and actually mean something. I think we should get the loser up here, too, so he has to say. <laughs> Come up here, loser. He can't win every Don't week. Don't take that stride. Dude, what the hell happened? Yeah, what happened to you, man? I just I got in there, and I just wasn't looking at the right man. That's what it was. But you found the end zone, and it was very impressive that one time you actually found the end zone. Oh, yeah. He was there. He was there. <laughs> Found the right end zone. <laughs> he had a sticky B button. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get a good enough hit stick on some of those guys mm-hmm. for those blocks, and I was like. Yeah. Went out there, tried hard, did my best. No, not my best. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't your best? Why would you not bring your best to Friday Night Gaming? It, what, do you just not like Friday Night Gaming? Is that what it is? No, it's just that yeah. I'm not that big of a fan of the Cardinals. I mean, oh, okay. For right now, well, you could right you now, chose, but I know. But for right now, like I got a I got a bet going with my brothers, and they mm-hmm. and they told me that I had to go with the Cardinals, and I, if that was like mm-hmm. the only way I could come, if I, if mm-hmm. I went with the Cardinals, so. Gotcha. But uh, any other time, yeah, definitely still. Yeah. Well, maybe next time when we do something, you'll win. <laughs> <laughs> You created the little big planet level, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, so I did. yeah, we we're, we're I'm I'm still working with Sony trying to get something for you and the guy that you, that worked with you on that. But uh, so yeah, you won that. Yeah, he took so, that home. Right. Very good level. I, and I don't know if planet. we're actually giving anything to the winner of the, the Madden game, but that winner, was fun. The Thank you. They, my, uh, they got like 5 minutes free uh, playtime out in the center. Thank you very much though. <laughs> He hates me now. Did you see that look on his <laughs> yeah, face? He He's like, I'm He's never like, coming I'm back. I'm not going to Disney World. I'm now. never coming back. I <laughs> no, hate you. You make fun of me. I will hurt you. He was doing. He was actually coaching what NHL and, and came over and hosted his Madden 09. Yep. In the off season. And the lock in is on tonight. Lock in is on oh, tonight. A lock in here. So if you're here in the Atlanta area, from you can 8 come p.m. In. till 
So we got some some seats left in the house still available right. for the Friday night lock-in. So uh, I'm actually going to show this because we have a little bit of time left. And we are going to get in trouble for this. I would I'm like sure. to say I am a follower of you on this Twitter. This can't be good. So, um, and some people actually know that know this about me because uh, when I was I was actually not kidding when I said that I was actually in a Super Bowl and I'm actually looking for it. So, so this was this here. the Michael Jackson one? No, it was not the Michael Jackson one. It was actually the one here, and I'm actually going to. This was streak. the Janet Jackson. Were you, were, one. were you the one that ripped off her uh, <laughs> her top? That time? No. You're gonna have to blur the SB word, censored. So uh, this was actually the Super Bowl that I was in. This is here in. Uh, this was in Atlanta. This was uh, the 2000 Super Bowl Titans Rams, where uh, this was the Disney right. did the, did this one. That was fake, by the way. The, the, that, that was not actually live. The rest of this was live. Everybody here were playing, but we're not actually making noise. This is all like pre-recorded, so everybody here is playing. But uh, and he's conducting like these fake players. It's kind of funny. Bob, this you're, was you're killing the magic of yeah, this I is know. the Super Bowl. You're like you're like the masked magician on that show. So uh, I am actually like right behind here, kind of, sorta. Um, I, it's actually not to the point where I can actually point out where I am. Yeah, I'll have to come back later. Um, these people were not really singing. Most of what we were actually doing was actually these like silly hand movements and stuff. This is all a mirage. And the, pl- the, the teams weren't actually playing either. No. no. We actually didn't get it to see It wasn't a real football. Every, yeah, everybody was. thought that we would get to watch part of the game because we're like all from like marching bands and stuff, and we got to see the game. No. Let's see. Yeah, that's the other direction. Um... But uh, we actually got bust in during the second quarter, went out on the field. That's when we actually saw the, the score, and then we were bust out in the third quarter, and I was home before the game ended. Like your criminals being brought in from the state penitentiary. That thing was loud. This thing right here. Was that real flames? That was real flame, <laughs> and it was freaking hot. Okay? I mean, like, it was like heat coming right there. Burn. And it was like Burn. Well, it was cold out that night, I remember. Yeah, it was actually, we had an ice storm, and yeah. it was snowing and everything. It was, it was a little cold. Yeah. Is that the one that uh, Scott went to and was fell in the river and died? Yes, that was, <laughs> this was the same one. Scott Rubin was here. You guys had a wild night. Okay, so uh, I'm actually going to pause here because I can actually draw where I was in this. I can actually draw. I was... That guy right there, that was me. <laughs> you were basically that was 7 B- o'clock. W. You were 7, yes, you were seven, seven yes. o'clock. <laughs> that was BW. He's right there. And uh, he was hot because the flames had just happened. And well, you didn't tell us what you were doing there. Did you sneak in? No, Wait, actually, what, was it was you a casting. You it was part a ca- of the half show? I was a part of the halftime show. They, uh, Disney did a local casting call for um, a bunch of uh, high school and college drummers. It was that long because, ago? Two th- yeah. It was actually, I had just graduated. I was the only person there that was not a current student because I graduated in December of 99. So I was cast before I graduated, which made me eligible. But the actual Super Bowl was after I graduated. Nice. So um, so I, I was, uh, so I, I got to say I was a part of a Disney production. It was a very well, well-oiled machine. NDAs everywhere. You know, we had to be very careful with what we saw and said and stuff. Um, we didn't get to meet any of the people that were actually a part of the show, like any of the 
celebrities, um, but we practiced to a click track, like to a tape of them, which was actually exactly what you were here for, which you actually see here. Now, all like the performers were brought up from Epcot because this is their Millennium situate. Uh, and now here's a funny story: Christina Aguilera and uh, Enrique or Enrique Iglesias, I think. Yeah, yeah. Enrique. Um, yeah, it's son. So. Uh, she, we, we actually did a run through on Thursday night, and actually my parents got to. We actually had like two tickets, so my parents actually came and watched the run through at the Georgia Dome the Thursday night before the game, and everybody showed up uh, to this run through except for that bitch. She she didn't feel like showing <laughs> How dare up. Dare you? So she had a stand, and everybody it's, else was there. It's Christina, okay. <laughs> she decided not to show up to the run through, so. So the music's fake. They had the like flames a po- are fake, and Christina Aguilera. And there's a bitch. one other. They had a. They had one of those punch out boards over standing here. Now here's the thing, because we have a lot of fans of a certain television show, and I can actually say that I shared the stage with this guy, which we're going to get to in a little bit here. Actually, and I think um, there's actually a picture of my ponytail. You can actually see it coming up here. I'm going to see if I can, because I had a long ponytail, and that's how I could tell who I was. <laughs> country yeah and you can actually go to like Disney World and they still play these and I can actually like still play my part that's what I was playing but I'm not one of those people. is that what you was wearing yes with the friggin this UFO we have to see. hat we have I, to I see don't this. have a picture of it and it pisses me off because my camera this broke. is him looking at you now this serious face yeah he is singing to Bobby she actually did wave to the guy that was next to me okay so um Okay, I see myself. Here you go. That's me right there with the ponytail. That is me. That's the only That's picture of me that ponytail. I have. That was my old ponytail because I had it really long. And uh, this was, uh, people are asking, when was this again? 2000, Super Bowl 2000 in Atlanta, Titans, Titans. Rams. Um, the famous one-yard ending. Yeah, the one-yard ending. I actually was home in time to see that ending. It wouldn't so. have changed. They act like the Titans mm-hmm. would have won the game. No, yeah. it would have tied the game. So uh, that's me. That's me in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, my camera broke. We couldn't have cameras until the day of, and my camera broke. So first time playing Madden. So I got to get to the port. I'm not going to show the whole thing here. Next Gen says the reason why you don't like Christina is because she waved to the guy next to you. Yeah, I hate you, Christina. <laughs> next Gen. Like I said, nobody's actually playing here. And we actually had like special, um, we actually had special uh, heads on the drums that made little noise, which actually now are used on Roland V drums, like electronic drums. So the electronic that drums I had, muffled the yeah, noise. Yeah, they reduce the noise because they're just little plastic thing or they're mesh heads. So okay, here he is, guys. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. I shared the screen with this man. The sage of time has returned. Uh, <laughs> it's a Dama. <laughs> To me, he'll always be the guy from Stand and Deliver. <laughs> yeah. That's all he'll ever be. <laughs> I shared the stage with Adama. With porn star Adama. Because <laughs> he's got the porn mustache going and everything. Is any relation to Barack Adama? <laughs> Do you not like change, sir? Is that what you're saying, this? Hey, you're the one who said he has funny ears. <laughs> bigger. One's bigger. Now here's what's funny is this that you're watching is pre-recorded, 
but he is actually standing next to you on the stage. No, he's actually on the stage. That's who Christina was waving at. He's actually standing right on stage, but he's not saying anything. He's just standing there. And, and his voice is being played over the video screens. To get the effect. That was in case he pulled his shirt yeah. off or something. Yeah. The Dance of Time. Oh, the Great Millennium Walk. I'm sorry. Okay, so are anyway. There, are those sea monkeys? Yes. That was the Y2K scare those, those, right those there. Those are sea monkeys. So yes, that is it. That is all we're going to show. Uh, of that. But yeah, so that's my Super Bowl story for people who have never heard it. So That is... That and apparently amazing. something just happened in Battlestar Galactica because it's on right now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's coming into chat going, oh my god, what happened and stuff. You know, whatever. So I think uh, that's it. That's all that we're going to do here on Friday Night Gaming. I actually think that our uh, stream stayed up the entire time. Full success. We, we actually got the entire stream. Never went down. Big props to the internet here at the Computer Arena. Yay, yes, internet. yes. And uh, so I do want to also thank Aaron for helping us uh, with security with and all that stuff and promotions. And Derek H. would like to thank Aaron, too. Derek H. wants to hug Aaron. And uh, congratulations to Ted for just schooling everybody in Revenge of the Ball. Nah, not really. I, it's dude, a good thing he homeboy over there this before. was beating me on his first try. My first score, I got like a negative 57. And they're actually still playing Madden on our, on our TV over here. So, uh, but we're not going to turn it on. Britt apparently has never played Madden. He's the owner of the computer he's, arena. He's excited. He's excited about this. Well, uh, so welcome to the console world. Yes. <laughs> These are called video games. You can't, do you play Madden on the PC? They do have Madden on the PC, yeah, but they're, they're, yeah. they're not making it anymore because it doesn't sell that much. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, Maximilian, congratulations on winning the Little Big Planet level. 125,000. 125. See, I actually wrote change. it down and some change. Uh, and uh, Alpha Box and Sully 907, you did not actually enter, so I can't say congratulations to you. Um, so, uh, and uh, so, uh, what we also do at the end of the show is that not only do we thank the, all the people that came here, and thank you. If you're in the Atlanta area, the Computer Arena is in Roswell, Georgia. It's right up Georgia 400. Go uh, get off Mansell Road, go west, and then make a right on Alpharetta Highway. And then when you see the High Five Buys that's closed, make a right, and that's where Computer Arena is. Uh, don't pull into the vet, which is ne- after you pull in at the high five buy sign. Um, come join us on Friday nights, 8 p.m. We might actually have a very special guest next week. And I've I, heard about this. I, I, Are we teasing it? I, I, Leaving it I, open? I may wanna, well, you see, the, the person said that they, they would be honored to come. We just don't know if so they're coming next mean? week. It means he wants to come. But he, I, don't, I haven't confirmed. Actually, I can check my email real quick and see if he's confirmed. Um, let's see if he has confirmed yet or not. Um, and if he has confirmed, then I'll announce it right here on the show. And if he hasn't confirmed, then I'll just still say who he is. I don't know who it is at all. Um, yep, he has not confirmed yet. So, um, but I will say, uh, have you guys seen? Actually, here's what I'll do: is uh, I will find. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to look for uh, this picture. And um, uh, I had this. Here we go. There we go. So, oh, sweet. That guy. Nice. Yes. So uh, basically we are going to have that on our show uh, hopefully next week. 
If any of you have uh, seen this, it made the rounds on the blogs. For those of you on the podcast, what you're not seeing is the portal gun. The maker of the portal gun actually lives in Atlanta. Man-made. And, uh, yeah, and he made it for his girlfriend. And uh, she might also be coming. We don't know. But uh, he basically said he'd be honored to come. I just haven't really uh, ma- uh, worked out, like, if they're actually going to come next week. I said they should come next week. Next and then we'll good. show that. And uh, apparently he does other props and other cosplay and stuff. So we'll see more than just the portal gun. Although we know that the portal gun's going to be the star. So um, tune in next week or be here. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on All Games Radio. But before we end the show, we'd like to thank all of our chatters. Um, so thank you, Christopher1724, DC Nate, uh, GK128, Hendrix, Tedekin. You're in chat Holy and you're here. Jesus. What the hell? That is some support. You left right your there. computer on. Well, actually, I left my computer I on. I left my computer on so I can go home later and read yeah. the chat logs and see yeah. who was making fun of me. All, everybody. And ban them. Yeah. Burning Paper Sun, Channel Z, Eastwatt, Funnydale, Kitsune, Maximilian are a little big planet winner. Octacamo, uh, Shadows Liar, Stone Raider, THK, Tiger Claw, Toshin, Wyland, Shade, Alpha Box, Alt, Amaze, Ash Fox, Bacon Bix, Ball, uh, Big Beaky, Bloodshot Robot, Butchikawa, Burr, CC, Cosmic Relic, Dark Tetsuya, the Blue Guy, DC Nate, again. He has like three. Yeah, there's like seven. Yeah, there's like eight DC Nates in there. Uh, Decipher, Derek H, DJ Dark Knight, Game Guru, GS68, Gunstar Silver, Havoc978, Hey Jude, Interlogic, J Irv, JP the Prodigy, Just Insane, Kazan, Kulex, Low Voltage Drone, Metaman, uh, Melted General, MXT, New Shiny CD, Nutman, PKJR92, Proto Outrage, Punchy, Ronma, R Chandler, Recon Elite, Seven. Uh, seven with a seven in it. Shadow Next Gen Squiggle, Sully907, TDB30, Ted Might Not Rape You, The Analingus Bandit. <laughs> might. Just might. And uh, TM985, <laughs> Valerno, Visit, VXS, Nick V, Wilcon, and Zappy. So uh, thank you all for coming. We're going to do this again next week. How about that? Uh, I have no clue what games we're going to do next week. I have absolutely no clue. Uh, so check our website, fnglive.net, uh, and also check us out over at allgames.com. Thank you to everybody who was a part of it. And uh, we will. I gotta get my effects next week. Yeah, we will see you uh, next week. Goodbye. The winner is you. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guests, and callers only, and are not necessarily the opinions of All Games Radio, Computer Arena, CC Gaming, or your mob. Although if Bobby said it, it really should be. This has been a production of Bobby Blackwolf Studios for All Games Radio.